This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, everybody, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at MarkingOut.com on all of your big podcast sites, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Check us out there. It's episode 377, so you can probably found, find all those back catalogs on all those sites you can find us social media wise on facebook facebook.com slash marking out twitter.com slash marking out you can like our videos at youtube.com slash marking out 11 email us if you want to submit a song of the week to the show if you perhaps want to sponsor our show that would be, you know, we don't make any money off of the show. We never planned on making any money off of the show. But if you want to give us some money to keep doing the show and maybe throwing your name out in a shameless plug or a match of the week, we'll do so at out one at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. I'm also sitting here with Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Dave, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? And we're also sitting here with the star of the show, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTGG161. Brandon, how you doing today? I'm doing awesome, as always. All right, good. Yeah, good yeah. to hear. See, that's how you start a show. You put the show before us, and then you put yourselves out. Yeah, afterwards. I get it. You put well, your then left let's, foot in, let's not left foot out. Forget about let's let's not forget about you though, Chris. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I've uh, it was a week. It was a week, gentlemen. Um, nothing fun, exciting. I've had three days of daddy daycare in my in the books, but uh, the most <laughs> important thing that I did this week. I mean, taking care of my kids is pretty important. But <laughs> Sunday, myself and my wife went to the Major League Baseball Food Fest in Manhattan. How which, was that? Dude, it was awesome. I marked out so hard walking into the building. It was a cool concept because as you see, like, and, and I, people that listen to the show religiously know that my love of Major League Baseball, like, within the past couple years, you've seen Major League Stadiums take their food concessions to, like, the next level. So this food fest was Beyond kind of showing the next it. level. Yeah, beyond the next level as well. So it was just 30 small little kiosks, maybe the size of my desk that I'm sitting at right there, and they just gave you a smaller portion of the item that they would be selling at the stadium. So Did you have to pay for each item, or it was just a one? No, it was, it was $25, and all 30 items included, unlimited soda and water. You had to get a separate ticket for beer. Uh-huh. So you couldn't but, go up there and just get, like, one item over and over again if you liked it? You could have. Damn. Wow. You could have. Wow. And Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was, honestly, it was unbelievable. We were stuffed. We had the 11.15 to 1, we had the 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock session. We were stuffed by 
Is it is it food items from each baseball stadium or? Yes. So it like we started off with Atlanta. They had this thing called Pig Pickens. It was like this corn tortilla shell, and inside was mac and cheese, pulled pork, coleslaw, and it was topped off with pork rinds. Oh jeez! It was unreal. (laughs) So good. Um, I had bacon wrapped plantains from the Miami Marlins stadium. Did did they have fried butter from Yankee Stadium? No. Yankee Stadium had this called like adobo bao, like a bao is like an Asian type cuisine. They had like the, adobo style beef inside and scallion and stuff like that. That's like that the, was the, best the thing. sweet bun thing. Yes, like a sweet bun. Like have you ever had like a right. pork bun? I mean, same like not same, that, but like same uh, consistency. But that was the best thing I had all day. Um, they had uh, toasted grasshoppers from Seattle. What? How was that? Oh, it was. You know what? It's like it was a very peppery crunchy little thing they give you a little lime to squeeze over it i loved it i thought it was great we were with uh I'm, you know go no, ahead i was gonna say that that's something that i actually like at first you're like just dis- disgusted by it but i think at some point if that opportunity presented itself i would actually try grasshopper or something like that did you as you, long as it's cooked properly you did eat the escargot on the cruise ship right oh yeah, yeah. definitely oh i mean i've had oh, escargot yeah. before in my well, life what what did city yeah. field have to offer Pastrami sandwiches. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, all right. What's your – all right. So what What else? Um, then they – you know how like they have – you know they have the like the ice cream helmets? Uh-huh. They had specific ice cream helmets just for the food festival. And oh. they just – you could go over there as much as you want. Hey, you want some more ice cream? Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. So um, my wife because – You want some more? <laughs> you want some more? Um, we – our life goal is to go to every single Major League Baseball stadium. We've gone to 13 so far. We And then we decided to have a family and stuff like that, so we kind of put that on the back burner. But every stadium that we go to, I get a shot glass from the stadium, and Rachel gets an ice cream helmet. So it was really cool that they had the Food Fest helmets. Like, there were black helmets that said Major League Baseball Food Festival. So we got two of them, so they're going into to our collection, and the kids were throwing them all over the house. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a really, really cool time. And uh, well, I, I, what was the other thing you were protested? Uh, Carvel, Mr. Softy? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, and then I, I ended, I, the last thing I had was from Arizona. They have this thing called a churro dog. So it's like a donut cut in half with a churro inside. Topped off with vanilla ice cream, then topped off with whipped cream, chocolate sauce, and caramel sauce. Oh man! Oh man, is right. I, I hope I hope you guys took like cholesterol medication before you went in there. I had an acai bowl in the morning. So. Is, is that like a handheld thing, or do you like? Yeah, well, they give you like little. Nothing? You didn't see any of the pictures that my wife posted on Facebook. I saw. No, I, I, I think I, I saw been. one picture of like the actual event, like a, but they give you like a little boat, like a little like paper boat type oh. bowl type thing. And they each, like, it was cool because then they put, like, wax paper that has, like, this MLB Foods Festival and it has, like, the logo of the team that you're getting food from. That's really cool. cool. What's, yeah. what's the top, what's the top, if you have to choose, top three things that you ate there? Go. Um, the the adobo bao that I had from Yankee Stadium. Um, they had this thing called Chicken and Donuts from Texas, from the Texas Ranger Stadium. It was a donut cut in half, fried chicken on the inside, a waffle fry, and, like, a like chipotle mayo, chipotle ranch sauce, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to go to the grasshoppers. Cause really? It was, it was, I mean, it's supposed to be the grasshoppers, and then they had something called the, 
Monte Chris Davis Cristo. So it was a waffle sandwich with ham, turkey, and raspberry jam on the inside. It was awesome. So good. That right up my good. alley. It was if they do it again in New York, I'm buying like 20 tickets and everybody has to come because it was like, no, like honestly, because now like we, uh, we were talking about it on the way out. Like Th- this was the first have, annual. This was the first ever. OK. Now, you know, and now they're like, oh, where do you want to see it to go next? And you where know? was it? Uh, like uh, South Sea Streetport or something or? No, it was on Jeff. it was on fifth in this small little expo complex between like 37th and 38th. You had the go upstairs. It was just like a big open room, and they just kind of set it up the way they wanted to set it up. That's really interesting. I know, like, did did anybody go besides you and Rachel? Me and Rachel, then Jen and Bobby went with us also, too. Yeah. And uh, uh uh-huh. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, Rachel tossed the invite out to me a while ago. It was going to be a surprise for your birthday. Yeah. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but it sounds like it was amazing. Dude, it was – speaking of – like I was like covered in like whipped cream and chocolate sauce. I looked like a bad Brazzers film after like eating oh. a churro dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I go into the bathroom and wipe my face off and I'm like in just like diabetic glee from yeah. eating this thing. And I talked to – and there's this guy right next to me. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like this food – I'm like, I'm like, man, it's like – I'm like, this trio dog was so good, but it was so messy. And this guy's like, oh, all this food is garbage, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I've never seen any of this stuff at Yankee Stadium, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen. I'm like, relax. I'm like, you paid $25 to get all this food. I'm like, I enjoyed it. And coming and coming from somebody that's worked in the food service industry for like 17 years, I loved it. Big Th- fan. Thumbs up to Major League Baseball. This food sucked. There were no hot dogs. There were no Cracker Jacks. There were no peanuts. <laughs> there was bacon wrap. <laughs> There was bacon wrapped hot dogs from St. Louis. No, I don't want a bacon wrapped hot dog. I want a bacon. I want a hot dog in a bun with sauerkraut, mustard. Oh, big thing. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. So when you walk up to the expo center, there was a big chalkboard, and it says, "Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no?" Yes. Ooh. So I'm asking, I'm asking you guys here: Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Okay. Huh. Damn. This is like the question is old as time. Well, okay, I have to explain this. The question I, I, is old as time. Is a hamburger a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? When a hot dog goes onto a bun, it's a sandwich. Yes. Well, that's when like it's just a hot dog uh, yeah. by itself, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's not a sandwich. But when you put it yeah, on a I bun, gotta, yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I gotta agree. It's a sandwich. Once it's on that bun, I mean, it's sandwich. Yeah. No, I. I it was funny because it's like. Three people said it was it was it was a it was a sandwich, and then everybody else said it wasn't a sandwich. So another, I think the other people are just like in denial. Another important question: ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I'm a ketchup and sauerkraut type person when it comes to hot dogs. Hundred percent. Yeah. I can yeah. actually go with anything on my hot dog. Usually, I go with I ketchup, mustard, and sauerkraut. But I'm good with tossing anything on there. Don't, don't you put but, grape jelly on your hot dogs? I would try it. I would try it. Banana peppers, some... too. I'm a big fan of banana peppers. Yeah, Mr. Chicago over there, right? <laughs> well, no, they, Chicago, like the Cubs, they had a Chicago dog, but it's like everything was made to order. There was no special preps, and they put mustard on it, and I detest mustard. Like, mm. detest. Like, mustard is disgusting. Like, mustard and mayo. Can't do it. Sorry. Mayo? I, you don't do mayo? 
I don't do mayo. I'd rather have, like, if I was going to put something on there to cut, like, the dryness of a sandwich, I would rather put a little bit of olive oil and vinegar. But what about, like... Hey, that, I mean, that's a, that's a more healthy route. I mean, it's that's two ingredients from mayo. <laughs> but what about... Yeah. But what do you do with, uh, like, Thousand Island or... Ran- uh, not Actually, Ranch, yeah. Russian? Nope. nope. Don't do either of them. Wow. I, did, I totally when you had, when you had with... Big Macs, you didn't have the secret I sauce? I never eat a Big Mac in my life. Wow, yeah! Wow, I, I'm I'm playing I'm good with the plain old McDonald's cheeseburger. Wow, I actually yeah. only recently became a fan of mustard. I used to I would 100% be alongside you as like really dis I had such a distaste towards mustard. Yeah, I couldn't it just the tanginess and I didn't like it. And then I had a little bit of honey mustard uh, with like chicken fingers or something. I'm like, okay, let's try this. And then little by little, I started trying to build up my tolerance towards the taste of mustard. And then I'm, now I'm fine with putting it on my hot dog and everything. Yeah, sometimes like it's not as bad as I remember it being when I was a kid, but I don't go actively seeking out mustard. Yeah, no. And then like that was the first time I had like mayo-based coleslaw was at this thing because I wanted to try this. that Like the, Atlant- the, the pig pickens thing that I mentioned before, it had uh-huh. coleslaw in there too. And – I don't eat coleslaw that's like a mayo-based coleslaw because like, I detest mayo. Like Dude, when you I eat, eat coleslaw, the worst coleslaw then? The vinegar-based coleslaw? That's awful. The health slaw? Oh. No. It's it's not health slaw. Well. I don't call it health slaw. Like, I mean, yes, because there's no mayo in it, but like a good southern-style vinegar-based coleslaw, like if you put it on like a pulled pork sandwich, is out of this world. So, so, so what were your so, thoughts on this? You didn't, what? you didn't like this, the mayo-based coleslaw? Well, it wasn't drenched in mayo, and also that kind of the, – the coleslaw was kind of like more of a textural component than it was flavor-wise because you had the mac and cheese in there. You had the pulled pork and stuff like that. So that kind of – oh, and there was french fries in that thing too. So that kind of like <laughs> took away from it because all those pronounced flavors from the smoky barbecue, the pulled pork and stuff like that, I thought I was a huge fan. So, so like even like the creamy balsamic vinegar dressings, nothing. I could do balsamic vinegar because balsamic salad. Don't do potato. Do German potato salad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I make a mean German potato salad. What's in German potato salad? That's different. I thought there was still mayo in that. No vinegar. It's vinegar, vinegar too, but what they use like when you render out the fat from the bacon, they use that as like a combining component. When you're mixing the potatoes and everything like that in there, dude. So like, yeah. macaroni salad is a no go. Nope. It's just pasta salad for you. Yeah, just pasta salad for me. Wow, I can't believe this. Wow. This is like life changing news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, and somebody, as I said before, somebody that's worked in the food service industry for 17 years, I should be eating everything, but I'm very particular with things that I eat. What about and ranch dressing? I love ranch dressing. I mean, that's got... Ranch dressing on buffalo wings. I'm particular with certain blue cheeses. Ranch dressing could have mayo in it, though. I know, but the the mayo taste isn't over as overpowering as ranch dressing because you have those herbs and essences and stuff like that in there. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Dave, how was your week? Not as good as yours. That sounds like now but all that, I'm doing is thinking was, about food. <laughs> I know, but that was just one day. Oh, then we went to this amazing bar afterwards, and I it's called the Ginger Man. It's in Manhattan, and I had a a glass of a one and a half ounce pour of uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon, which was 
unreal. So do they have like ginger beer beer there? Or they did. They had some sort of ginger beer cocktail, but I was going with. I mean, I spoke about. How is ginger beer? Is a a more concentrated version of ginger ale. uh, Yeah. So the ginger is more pronounced and it's more spicy. I feel like I've been to that bar before. I'm no. not too sure. Maybe. I, I love it. I think it's great there. And Bobby, who, who I was with, his, Rachel's friend's fiance, who I've mentioned on the show before, too, he was like, we have to come back here. I'm like, okay, fine. There's, there's a ton of bars down there that we should definitely just take, like, whenever we actually have time and go down, like, go out to a few bars. There's a few. Uh, the owner of a... I forgot. Off the wagon. <laughs> there's off the wagon in this city. And I think that bar owner also owns like a bunch of other small uh, bars. It's near like NYU and that kind of region, but spread apart here and there. Okay. But I want to use a little bit more downtown. This was like midtown where I was. All right. Yeah. I think that is still a good idea at some point once we have some time to check it out. I'm shocked. Yeah, no, I was I'm shocked you didn't suggest that George Washington joint. Oh no, that's a that's a given. McSorley's. Oh yeah, that's a that's a given. Have, you've never been, right? No, I've never been to McSorley's. Okay, we got to change no, that. No, no, I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. funny. I keep on going back and forth, like that. Maybe I will give up drinking in general. And <laughs> I don't. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like at, at times, I go back and forth. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't, I don't need it or anything like that. Yeah, but I, that's I, not. But like the point, drinking. You don't have to like drink to get drunk. No, but that, that's also the thing. Like you could genuinely about, like the taste of them. But but like you like yeah. you have to like that. But that's the way that your brain is probably like when you drink, you're drinking to get drunk. Like right now, I'm sitting. I'm drinking. I made, I made myself Manhattan. I'm sitting here. I'm enjoying myself. We're having a good podcast. You know, it's just it's it's a for me, it's a way to kind of like just kind of like relax. Mm-hmm. I want to say, but I'd like, it, but this do you like the, the only taste? Way. Like when you sit there, you like, you like, you physically like the taste of the, the alcohol. Well, I put too much bitters in my Manhattan tonight. So it's like, it's <laughs> all right. But like, I physically enjoy the taste. Like I don't sit there. Like I don't sit there to drink just to get hammered drunk. I sit there to enjoy a delicious cocktail. Well, that's you the know? thing. I like, uh, huh. like again, like, like, everybody's palate's different. It's like, you have to figure out what you like and what you don't like. And like, I know I like bourbon. I know I like scotch. I know I like these things. So like, and I, I don't want to say like, like professional wrestling is a passion of mine. I don't want to be like an alcoholic and be like, Oh, alcohol is a passion of mine. But like, but like that doesn't sound like an alcoholic. You could, you could be passionate about alcohol. Yeah. I know. Like I like, I look like at the people that work. You like, breweries. you like quality. I like quality. I don't like quantity. You like, like quality. I could sit and have a couple of Manhattans and be like, okay, I'm drunk. Let me go to bed. Or I can sit here and have one have Manhattan do this podcast. And then, you know, I bought South Park stick, uh, the fractured behold this week. I can go sit and play that because I wanted to play last night and had to upload and stuff like that. But regardless, that's one for us. She's like, I'm so dead serious. You should definitely Twitch stream it. Oh Which, no! They curse so much. That would be bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, especially on the PG. But uh, let's get away from myself, Dave. Your week? You yeah, said no, it wasn't. As- yeah, my week was was a, I had a great week, but nothing really too special took place. Um, and like you made mention, I with alcohol wise, I feel like I can't sit there and actually just enjoy the taste of it without 
any like I mean I I don't want to sit around and just have a beer just for the taste of beer. Okay, so even though yeah, I don't stop, I mean stop, don't drink anymore, like, give it up, like normal like, like, like uh-huh. but like you have to change your mindset. That's the thing. Yeah, but yeah, beer, like, beer is night, disgusting. I, beer is great. Alcohol is gross. <laughs> it depends on it depends on which beer, but I mean if we go out to the bar to hang out, I'm fine with having one one beer and then being like I don't need another one or anything Absolutely. like that. Like, that's like that's, people that's, people are like oh why do you, you people are like why do you drink diet coke? It's not healthy or whatever. And I'm like because I genuinely enjoy the taste of diet coke over coke. It's like the same thing with beer. Like, why do you drink beer over this? Like, oh, beer, I like the taste, or you don't like the taste of beer. Yeah, I, I guess you guys are right to the point where it depends on the quality. Yeah, I mean, like, you know me. I will spend I will spend $40 at the beer distributor and buy two six-packs just because I know the quality and I know what I like. And, like, when it comes to drinking beer, like, like another example. Yesterday, I was making dinner. I was like, okay, let me have a beer, enjoy myself. I like to cook, so I was cooking, and I wish I had a beer, and then we had a nice dinner, and then I didn't have another drink after that. I just had the one beer, and then I went, I went skateboarding. <laughs> there you go. No help. Yeah, like I mean, my my parents are very similar, where they'll have a beer with dinner and stuff like that. But it's funny, like I may be one of the few people that I'm very selective when I actually have a drink with dinner or anything like that. Sometimes I'd rather just have a, a glass of water. Yeah, like, so like, I don't, not, I just, to, I don't get it. Like not, people, not, people sit there. Oh, I'm going to drink wine with dinner. I don't like. There's absolutely zero appeal to me like that. I yeah, I like when you talk about pairing off a beer with this and that. I can't enjoy the meal then. It's like oh, this this beer goes great with this. This wine goes great with steak or whatever. And it's like I just want water. I just want soda, iced tea. I don't different want trucks for different folks, man. Yeah. That's for if, sure. I, if, I, if I'm making myself a filet mignon, I'm gonna make my make sure I have a big California Cabernet there because that richness of the steak and the big boldness of the wine. Like, but what is like what does red wine do for your steak? What like what the, just, what does it enhance? It just, Maybe it, your pal- the the palates on yeah. your tongue. So like you can have those flavors from the steak, and then you have those flavors from the wine, and the way that they both work on your palate are gonna you know, kind of like chocolate bacon. Yeah, chocolate like chocolate bacon. bacon. What? How's that kind of like chocolate bacon? Well, well, because it ha- you have the bacon expanding your palate, so this way you kind of get a little bit more of the flavor and taste of the chocolate, it, and that's it enhances. It, what do you mean bacon? Different. What does that mean? It expands no, your it palate. Works, it, no, it works it different buds. areas. It works works different. Like you have that salty smokiness from the bacon that's going to work one part of your tongue. It's like a wrestling match. So that way that. The bacon it's a tag team. The bacon's gonna work one area of your tongue and then the chocolate's gonna come in there and hit the hot tag and bam, hit another part of your tongue and then, you know, they're gonna hit their double seed finisher and then one, two, and then you're gonna kick out like, oh no and then they're gonna come back for more, and you're gonna take another bite of the bacon, it's gonna be like wow wow. I think I'm definitely in the minority that uh does not enjoy bacon. Even like the, I, the smell of bacon is like I could handle eating a piece of bacon like once in a blue moon, but like if I had to smell that every single day or like – it's got to be like – it's a rare occasion that I'll actually you know what? enjoy I'm, bacon. But I, I – I agree. I'm the same. I'm the same. It's, it's strange because I feel like over the past couple of years, bacon has been like the hottest thing since sliced bread. And I'm not yeah. talking about sliced bread number yeah, especially two. Especially they got but, like the thick cut bacon and everything. The, the We have a bacon and bloody bacon. bacon. Yeah, see? There you go. Everything. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, why, I mean, why is a bacon-infused Bloody Mary such a necessary thing? Yeah. I, why I why is everybody my, a hipster all of a sudden? <laughs> I had bacon in my freezer, and I usually don't. And I went to go cook two pieces of the bacon. And it's the way it came out and everything, I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't – I can't uh, – it's not my thing. Yeah, it's not like it's like on, like it's hot, like a hot dog to me. It's very rare that I want a hot dog. Hot it's dog, him. I'll always want. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those like roach coaches outside of Home Depot, I will always stop and I will <laughs> always get two hot dogs. Dude, the best place for a hot dog, BJ's. Really? Or Costco. I... Yeah, that they have their hot dogs are so good there. Well, I think BJ the BJ's have are now Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, BJ's yeah, is I, Dunkin' Donuts now. He I think he meant Costco. No, no, I, I mean, I meant BJ's, but I what? forgot that I didn't, I didn't realize that they switched over every yeah. one to Dunkin'. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they made it better. That stinks. <laughs> Costco, oh, about you? Costco's What's good that? with that with that frozen yogurt of theirs. Their chickens are awesome. Uh, the rotisserie chickens. You can't oh, wow. go wrong with rotisserie chicken from like places like there, Walmart. Uh, stop and shop. I mean, you can go wrong with Walmart, <laughs> dude. I I used to get the Walmart rotisserie chicken so often, and it's it's just so flavorful and good. And for five like five dollars, you're set. That's yeah, like that's another thing. Layers. Like to have uh, a bone chicken. I'm not like a huge bone chicken guy. So no, but, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I rather have like a chicken breast. But like Rachel likes chicken thighs, so they make the boneless chicken thighs. Which are the yeah, I mean, if, if it's boneless, I'll I'll be more open to eating it than like a, a a wing. I don't really enjoy eating buffalo wings compared to eating boneless wings. Do you well, eat Do you eat chicken wings with a fork and knife? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Well, I mean, sometimes it depends because yeah, it's, it's it like it's more me. difficult to eat some wings than others with a mouth. Like sometimes uh, I have a little bit. Like when you get like the gigantic chicken wings, as a, as opposed to like the drumettes or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Sometimes I have a little bit of tactile stuff going on where, some like I don't really like my fingers getting so dirty at times. And no. When I so, when I when I eat chicken, I'm sorry to cut you off, David. No, no, you're good. You're good. When I when I know I'm going out and eating chicken wings, I don't give a Bob Backlund. <laughs> I will just go. I go in there hard. And then yeah. the end when I'm like sweaty. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as Dave. Like I ordered ribs, beef ribs at at Smoke and Owls a few weeks ago, and it's like I just like I couldn't conquer it. I couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, it's it's actually funny. Oh, like if I order a big burger or something, or even the ribs, if uh, if you get a j- nice juicy burger that's like overly loaded, it will take me like like t- a minute to comprehend. Where to start or what to do? Like I'll even I think last time we went out, a yeah, minute, like I'll, okay, maybe longer. Like I'll pick maybe up the 30 burger. Thirty minutes. Yeah, I'll pick up the burger and I'll like look at it from every angle and like, which is the right way to take care of this? And yeah. it's just nah. See, burgers, I always fork and knife it. I like I, and that's what I, and sandwiches. Unless I'm at home, I, I like to enjoy more of the meal. I feel like you enjoy more of it than. Like, oh, I'm picking I, it up, eating one bite, and it's like the full three layers of a burger or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm becoming a fork and knife person when it comes to burgers. They're just overstuffed at times where I understand that it, the new thing is to just toss whatever you can on the burger because it's delicious. But yeah, it just gets to also, the point where yeah. when I bite into it, I don't want it to come out the other side or 
get yeah. all over. And it's like it's like pizza. It's like obviously a New York style slice of pizza, never going to be a fork and knife. But no, if you get like one not. of those like new style pizzas that everybody like Canale goes crazy for. Yeah, no, I mean, I, not even that. Yeah, uh, that depends. More so if like if you go to like a like not that I'm saying to go to uh, California Pizza Kitchen, but like those sort of pizzas, like they sell similar pizzas like that at uh, Cheesecake Factory. Speaking or, uh, so speaking of Brandon, any uh, crushing of Cheesecake Factory this week? Uh, I did go to Cheesecake Factory on the <laughs> of 20th, course on the 21st on Saturday for my brother's birthday. Oh, nice! Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was. Good. I forget what I ate, but I know oh. it was good. <laughs> well, we had we we had the California, not the California, the uh, avocado egg rolls. Again, oh. those are like they're so good. I I grew up not liking avocado. I didn't like guacamole. Then that trip two years. I was ago, a later. I was a later in life avocado fan. Dude, yeah. the the trip two years ago in Mexico when they sent me, I was like, hi, can I get an order of pico de gallo and chips? Sure thing. Comes to my room. It's just guacamole and chips. And I was like, I don't, I don't want it to go to waste. And I'm like, this is one of the, the greatest things I've ever eaten. <laughs> yeah. And then okay. now I eat guacamole. It's a rare well, thing, but but yeah. Since you since you asked a uh, very large debated topic earlier with the sandwich and hot dog, I'm going to ask one since we brought a pizza, Hawaiian pizza. What's your take? Love it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going out of my way. I'm not ever going to have a Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, but I mean, because if, I don't, if, I don't like, eat ham. There? I don't eat ham. So, but okay. but out, outside of that, pineapple on my pizza, yes. If you use the right pineapple, if you prepare the pizza properly, you should have absolutely no problem with pineapple on your pizza. Yeah, I'm I'm with Chris on this. I totally agree. I think Hawaiian pizza I mean, is great and def- <laughs> definitely put. No, no. But Chris said before that he agreed. That he it's definitely yeah. a, so then you're a both but of like us. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way and order a pineapple pizza. Like if somebody orders a pineapple pizza, it's like, hey, do you mind if I get a pineapple uh, Hawaiian pizza? I'm gonna go have I'm gonna hell yeah, good brother, too sweet me on that. Yeah. I'm not, I, I mean I I have went out of my way to order a Hawaiian slice, like, but I haven't in a long yeah, time. Yeah, but that's that's but... ham and pineapple, right? Yes. 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 Like, right, when I when right. I went up to when I was in Boston with uh, a few years ago when I went with Mike and Brandon and I went they went to the Red Sox game and I went to visit Silva. Silva's uh-huh. like, "Yo, you want to order pineapple pizza?" I was like, "Yes." Like, I'll do that <laughs> I have for, a list for for, for the best pizzas. You have um, a list of what? List of the best pizzas. <laughs> in uh, for for WrestleMania, I went to Shoprite. I think their pizza pies are really good. They have like actual New York style pizza that they cook there. And I, I purchased a pie, and for WrestleMania Sunday, I went and I cut up pineapple, put more cheese on top, and then ate that. I had pineapple pizza for WrestleMania. I guess in Boston, it depends on, with how you mentioned that Silva has a list, I guess now it's going to be uh, if it's part of the Silva system. Yeah. <laughs> See if it's Silva system approved. Hey, it yeah. works, right? I had chicken marsala pizza tonight for dinner. Is that messy? Sounds though? good. No, it wasn't. It was. It was no mushrooms. It was just the was chicken that was sautéed in the marsala sauce, and on the pizza. It was good. I mean, my chicken roll was better, but what are you gonna do about it? So, Brandon, what else happened to you this week? I went on uh, last Friday. I saw Super Troopers too. How was it? I, I heard. Thought... I'm waiting for my. I'm waiting for my dad to. My stepfather. He's my dad. You know, he went to Dubai and had an Arab shirt. 
on. You could see it in the past <laughs> episode. But I'm waiting for him to get back. They, my parents went to on a uh, cruise to Cuba. Yeah, so I'm waiting for that. him to get Yeah. He's like, he had to just tag himself in Cuba like the mark he is. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for him to get back. We're going to go to the movies and see it. I thought it was good. Like if you like Super Troopers, then it's like the same style comedy. I, I, don't right. think, I don't think you can go wrong with Broken Lizard. No, they, they usually put on really funny movies. I even like their, uh, what was it, Club Dead? Club or Dread. Club Dread. I thought that was a funny movie too. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. I'm a, but I, I was talking to somebody this week, and they were saying that I think this is going to be their last hurrah making movies unless it – but, like, the whole movie was crowdfunded, which I think find is amazing. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that until I was reading the credits and I saw Indiegogo, thanks, such and such or whatever. I was like, yeah, damn. My, my father's friend donated $5,000 and went to, like, the red carpet premiere of it. Oh, wow. And a uh, wow. real money, real money mark that guy is. <laughs> yeah, I thought I That's... thought the movie was good. Yeah, all right. I gotta... I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to see Avengers tomorrow. Ah, oh, oh. no spoilers. I'm going on I'm, Saturday. I... Batman's in it. Bat... How they ha- how that happen? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm going. My like my lifelong friend Eric. He he always does like the the, the night the night of showings. Yeah. So I there's like 12 of us going. I went out to Target today, and speaking of uh, me and Brandon's loves of shirts, um, <laughs> I went to Target and I bought an Avengers shirt. And then you'll like this one, Brandon, because you were just at Disney. Um, I got a Pizza Planet shirt, and nice. the pocket has like it has a graphic of like the little aliens popping out of the pocket. The claw. And the claw coming down. It's awesome. They no longer they no longer have Pizza Planet at. At Hollywood Studios, it's now Pizza okay. Rizzo's, but oh, they oh, but like, they just so opened right. Pizza Planet up in uh, Disneyland. It's gross pizza, regardless, which is now wrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Who? I well, thanks for the invite of going. Listen, you got to tell Eric about that one. What, what is your <laughs> what, what is your ticket cost? I don't even know. I, I think I'm, I'm paying twenty bucks on Saturday to see. What? That. Okay, I wouldn't go. Dude, movies are so stupid. Like it makes no sense why these prices it's like so stupid. Like, like the R- right now, so. RPX, I think is twenty bucks. You got the IMAX is twenty bucks. You got uh, a normal film that comes out the night of is like fourteen bucks plus the fees is sixteen bucks. But That's why? I have... Like. So, but, the, but listen, listen. we know how big of marks we are for press wrestling. So listen to how big of a mark I am tomorrow night. So I went out and you know how they have like Pillsbury has those like sheet cookies? Mm-hmm. I bought the Avengers sheet cookies that have like the little gimmick A on them. Uh, excuse me, sir. What's in your bag? Uh, I'm, I'm, wearing my fanny, <laughs> I'm wearing my fanny pack, brother. Come on. And you're bringing cookies <laughs> um, in the theater? Yeah, I'm sticking cookies in. In my Avengers... Infinity Wars Ziploc bags that I got this week while I was Zip food shopping. Bags. Jeez. They have one Mr. of them has Mr. Thanos. Money bags one... over here. No, listen, I had a coupon, all right? Come on. I'm all about the coupon life, brother. So no right. popcorn? So... No. I'm not a popcorn person. Oh. I I hit or miss with popcorn. It depends. I cannot wait to see this movie, but I'm not gonna go spend over twenty dollars to see it. I'll wait till like in Merrick they have the Wednesday Wednesday uh, yeah, where it's like five or six five or six dollars. I think in Seaford they have it for six or seven dollars. Belmore has their special garbage, dude. 
Well, Belmore does it too. Belmore Playhouse, they, I think, have a special day. So I'm going to choose one of those days and just go check it out. Yeah, originally, uh, you know, originally I told my friend no because I, 20 bucks is just stupid to pay for a movie. But then I was like, I have nothing else to do that day and I want to see the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a gigantic screen compared to a normal size big screen. No, I don't. I don't care about screen size. I mean, I'll just wait. I'll go see it with my dad. I just have to uh, avoid spoilers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to see Deadpool the night it comes out too. Deadpool when is it? No, uh, it's seventeenth, May seventeenth. My sister's birthday. Oh wow! Yeah, I wow. thought I thought it was originally. The, I guess it, it got moved up from Thanksgiving, right? What wasn't it supposed to come Deadpool? out around Thanksgiving? Yeah. Uh, no, um, I think that was just the advertising. No, Avengers is supposed sure. to come out next week on the fourth, but they moved it up to the twenty seventh. Like I don't like I watch Agents of Shield, and normally that ties into the the big mm-hmm. Marvel movie coming out, and like I don't know if it's like because they're they didn't move up their episodes, so it's like like is next week's episode going to be something that happens that I should wait and see the film? <laughs> I don't know. But it's going to be an amazing film. I think it's going to have. I think it's going to break records for. It's going to have Hulk. It's going to have Captain America. It's going to have Black Panther. It's going to have Doctor Strange. I'm just excited. I'm excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's the one thing. I hope they open the film. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they are. But like honestly, I think out of the whole Marvel series, I think Guardians of the Galaxy my favorite thing because just like the comedy in there and Dave Bautista is just maybe I should Did you see his hair? No, he doesn't have that much. Dude, no, he's for whatever reason growing hair. Go look in the chat. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree with uh, Chris though. I think that the the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy are probably my favorites. I think just because they're kind of the the um not really hands on heroes yeah 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 exactly the hands on heroes the venom trailer oh, oh. yeah i it, it looks horrible <laughs> i'm okay with that i don't like <laughs> I, I know a lot of people a lot of people are angry with it and stuff like that are dissing it no i, I think, think that people it's are very saying tough venom looks dumb or whatever i think that looks just like how venom should look but right? I, have zero, I have zero interest in seeing a venom movie who's well, in it spider-man's not well, in it is he well, that's no, the thing. I, they're going off. The, they're going off like the, the anti Venom storylines, where Ed Hardy, nice. like Tom Tom Hardy. Well, I said Ed Hardy. <laughs> he's like he, he has cancer, like and now shirts, he's like fighting right? for the good guy. What? I said it looks like one of those shirts, right? It does. But, um, but for, I saw people complaining, saying that that's the like that version of Venom is the one that Peter Parker would have been. Oh, I, honestly, I don't care about who's uh, like about that stuff, but I think that I'm going to see it because Tom Hardy is has done a really good job in all of his movie selections. I think that the like you mentioned before, the way that Venom looked, everyone's like he's too glossy and this and that. He's too is, glossy. I, yeah, that's what I, I. I mean, but Venom's supposed to look like that, no? Like I, I feel like it's very tough. Yoda. Of course, he's going to be CJ CGI and stuff, but I think that he looks pretty accurate. I, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm fine. I mean, I'm storyline wise, I'm not a fan of it, but I'll probably wait till it comes out on like on demand or whatever, and I'll I'll watch it. I mean, storyline wise, I don't know enough to be a critic. Like, I mean, like the Avengers and Thanks. stuff like that. I didn't, yeah, like, even with those movies, I don't really, I know the plots, but I don't really know the plots, so that's going to be the same thing with with Venom, where if you, 
just have a little bit of that could throw it in, yeah, that's fine with me. I'm, maybe we will get a Spider-Man uh, reference so. at some point in the movie. Who knows? I think they're trying to make it totally separate from that. I but... just I just think Spider-Man or Guardians of the Galaxy should open up Infinity War because it's going to be such a heavy movie. You should open yeah. with like light comedy or something. But Brandon, props on the critic uh, reference. Yeah. What a great show that was. I enjoyed Underrated. it. Underrated. Underrated. I have the whole season what, on DVD. I bought that recently. But what what it's, what what did it air on? HBO? No, it aired on Fox. It, oh, on Fox. Fox and I it was part it of that like animation do- before it was animation yeah. domination. It, it was so so good. All right. Let's get to some professional wrestling talk. Should we? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We just spent almost nearly an hour on food, and then on. Um, I mean, mostly event. food. Mostly food. Mostly food. But I mean, I, I thought I thought Rachel would be home by now. I want to see what you, her thoughts would be. I'll get her on the oh, podcast. I got I got the the cheddar stuffed burger. By the way, I remembered it's the brand new one at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I thought it was delicious. Okay. I thought it was way better than their other their other cheese stuffed burger. Have you ever made a burger that you've uh, stuffed like cheese in before, or no? On your yeah, own. I did the beat to the cheeseburgers. Oh, did that have cheese stuffed in it? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it did. I think it was just on top. Oh, on top. I, I, I once, I, gotta... I once did that, and another time, I like when I was living on my own, I was really being creative. I did, uh, I cut out the center of a hamburger, and I cracked an egg in the center of it. Oh my god! So totally. one time, yeah, yeah, one time. When my parents so creative, my, by the way. No, when Thanks. my parents used, when I used to live at my parents' house, every August they would go away because they had a timeshare in Aruba, and I would never go because I would stay home and have cake parties. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, I I was a friend of mine came over and we were like, let's make burgers, and it was like ten or thirty in the morning. It's like let's put eggs on our burgers, so we did like the whole egg on the burger gimmick. So good. I Big once fan. did that at uh, Andrew's place. It was. Uh, I think it was me and Diana Lynn. We were making uh, – we, I decided to make hamburgers with s'mores in, in it. What? That's disgusting. What? S'mores burger. <laughs> what? You almost made yeah, me curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I started making s'mores burgers and please it tasted tell, delicious. Please tell me what the hell was in this or on this. <laughs> okay, so what I did, I took the graham crackers. We, I took the hamburger. I put the hamburger on the graham cracker and then I melted chocolate – and a marshmallow on the top of the hamburger. I put another graham cracker on top of that, and there you go. You got your your uh, no whatever it is. No wrong. <laughs> no. no no like the egg thing. I can let slide because everybody normal does that. I don't. I personally <laughs> don't get it. But putting chocolate and marshmallow and graham cracker on your burger, dude. I'm very uh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I always say don't knock it until you try it, but like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pre-knock it before I try it. All right. Yeah. Well, so let's get some right. uh, outside the ring, outside the ring independent news talk. Let's start off with Pro Wrestling Gorilla, because uh, last weekend they had two big events in Reseda, California, closing out the the stretch of events that are gonna be happening at the American Legion post number three hundred eight. Two big title changes happened that weekend. You have new PWG Tag Team Champions, the Rascals, 
Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz have defeated the Chosen Bros and the Young Bucks to win the title tag team titles on night one. I feel like these two guys, singles or tag team, are going to blow up the Indies in the next year. And I'm pretty good with calling people uh, how they're going to blow up the Indies. Oh, yeah. We've been following them for the past maybe year and a half, two years already. Because Desmond and Xavier started uh, getting on our radar through uh, in Florida. Like yeah. he was doing some Ignite wrestling and stuff like that. So we were promoting him. And then he got with Zachary Wentz and that kind of escalated from there. But yeah, these guys are definitely great talents. I mean, and then you see a lot of the stuff that Xavier is doing on Impact Wrestling now, too. Yeah, they're they're a part of that whole Sammy Callahan crew. You know, they're yeah. part of that Midwest, the hashtag Midwest territory, yeah, which is sure. I which I think I'm a big fan of, huge fan of. I, oh, I love the o- fact o- that they're o- establishing. Yeah, Ovi, they're taking over. Oh, I yeah, the Chris brothers are doing a great job, and they're they have such a fantastic gimmick, and I love that uh that cutter that where he catches top them off. Cutter? Yeah, top rope cutter. I love. Yeah, did absolutely. You, did you uh, see that Kevin Sullivan, Sammy Callahan thing? Oh, I man, did. yeah. What a bump. Yep. What a – Sammy Callahan is just so unsafe. I'm kidding, Sammy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's another... also another – yeah, the next night there's another title change. Uh, PWG world title, Walter is your new champion as he defeated the champ, Keith Lee, and Jonah Rock in a three-way match. So Leading to I, speculations that uh, Keith Lee is going to the WWE, drops PWG title. He's got to drop the, what is he, the WWN champion or the Evolve champion? Yeah, yeah. So. but then, but I mean, alongside those rumors, Walter's name was not far behind Keith Lee in all those rumors. So who knows if Walter's going to be even carrying this title for a long time. Well, you know, the they played out the gimmick at the beginning of night one where Trevor Lee came out and he said he's going to be the last PWG champion that's going to hold the title in Reseda at the American Legion post. So maybe going forward in a couple of months, maybe Trevor Lee defeats Walter in like a triple threat or something like that. So I saw I somebody said like that happen. I saw somebody said that the building, the deal isn't final yet at that event. Yeah, I, I, I remember that, too. I hope that they, if they are allowed to still take place in Rosita, California, I do hope that it kind of, that they're not closed off to expanding to where they just put on the event. I mean, I, I love the fact that they're starting to go to different places because I get it. It's so comforting and special when you have it in that one place. But Dude, do you think Mac and Rousey are going out to other venues? Yeah. Mac? I, I, yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say so. What a, what a space cadet he is, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, now we'll see what goes on PWG. They always, and, you know, check out their YouTube page because they always put the spoilers videos up so you can buy the DVD. Uh, coming yeah. up soon. Yeah, big, some other. Yep. Yeah, big indie news coming out this week. You know, the event All In is going to be taking September 1st in Chicago. A lot more names announced, right, Dave? Yeah, we got Joey Janela, Penelope Ford. You got Chelsea Green, Britt Baker, and Jay Lethal. All of them were announced this week. And next week, on next Wednesday, I believe, they're going to be releasing a few more names. Sick. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I think that it's... It's a Mark Central. It really is. And I think it's going to be... It's difficult to picture this not succeeding. And not bringing in some sort of a profit. 
I don't think they're going to draw 10,000 fans. Really? Even with Okada and stuff like that? Really with Okada and stuff like that. It'll be difficult. It's going to be difficult if they break even. I I think it's going to be difficult. I think that no matter what, they will be making money off of this, though. Well, we don't know what kind of other ties they have. Like they they say that the young bucks and and Cody are financing this whole event, but who is to say somebody else isn't helping them? Yeah, but maybe someone. From I would Stanford, like me. No, I don't see anything. <laughs> but I would like to see the break even on this. I don't think they'll make money if they break even on this. Maybe they'll do another event next year. Maybe they'll do another event WrestleMania weekend. Who knows? Why? Why? Why do you think that they won't make profit? Uh, okay, you have Kazichka Okada on this event, so you have to worry about paying him his travel and all these top name talents that you're going to have on this event. But also keep in mind that some of these wrestlers, okay, we do not know, but some may be doing discounted rates or not even doing it for any rate at all as there's a friendly service. So we- I don't think so. In this business, people are here to make money. So especially, yeah, but I, but like like they could, they could definitely take like the the pay cut and be like, oh, like we have our merch, we're selling our merch. It's going to be an indie, like yeah, they're they're going to make bank on their merch alone. Where to take in the the two hundred dollars or whatever for the booking, it's not even going to be worth it. I mean, just just to be like, just to be part of like what could be history to draw a thousand crowd venue outside of New Japan, outside of WWE. And and yeah. on the other hand, it's also their it's also their friends that they get to hang out with and everything. So it's not like anything is it, it, you're not really trying to work for an independent promoter that you don't really know. You're working for your friends. Yeah, but but that's that's a, a that's a downside. It's like hey, oh, yeah. I still want to get paid my normal rate, but I'm your friends, okay? But still, I still get paid my normal rate. I'm wrestling in front of ten thousand people. I, I guess the only way to find out is through discussion with Cody Rhodes so, or any of them. So come on on our podcast. Uh, we'll be happy to discuss it with you. Right. But I, in, in all seriousness, I, I don't think that we're going to find out any of those details until it gets closer or until someone actually speaks with them. But yeah. right now, everyone's really tight-lipped. So, yeah, so New Japan Pro Wrestling has the G1 special at the Cow mm-hmm. Palace. Very yeah. cool. Uh, I just want to put it out there. If you want to make it in America, come to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> put put oh, out yeah. put out some bankroll and come on, come on over. We'll we'll have you. We'll enjoy you. Well, talking about coming on over, Pentagon Junior went over big time. Impact, Impact camp right there. Yeah, Impact uh, had imp- I I've been and I've said this on the show too. I feel like Impact's at the start of something very good. They have two very smart wrestling minds now on front of the creative in Don Callis and Scott Tamore. And they're doing the right things here. Um, this weekend, they, I said, um, God, um, again, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they had their first live pay-per-view <laughs> since this redo of Impact Wrestling. And that was called Redemption, a fitting name. You have a new Impact champion, Pentagon Jr., or Penta, Zero, Mie, whatever he's called. Regardless, that's three pros and tees.com slash marking out. He's your new Impact Champion, which I'm a huge fan of because it makes independent wrestling and smaller company wrestling, just making these guys all 
all all in one. You know? Yeah. Does that make any was, sense? Was this all live or no? It was live. It was live on pay-per-view. That's, you know what? I agree with you. I think they're doing great things. I think that they started – at first, it was very hesitant. Very hesitant. But once they started doing those hardcore matches with uh, OVE and stuff like that and Homicide, stuff like that they had – they had some I, matches that you're like, this is not TNA. This is something different that I, I haven't. The whole Sammy Callahan thing happened. And then it, it, it's turning negatives into positives. They got yeah. so much publicity off the Sammy Callahan thing. And then Alberto Del Rio quits. And they're like, okay, now what no, are we no, going to no, do? Not, not quits. Event? He got fired, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, okay. Let's go. Let's call Spade a Spade here. Alberto Del Rio got fired. And then he blamed it on some sort of secret family affair that happened. He probably cheated yeah, okay. on his wife again. Yeah. About that, Jared's Jared's fiance texted me yesterday saying they were trying to go to an impact taping, and I was like, "Why?" Awesome. <laughs> but they I, they didn't make it in. But oh, rats! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but well, congratulations, to Pentagon Junior, as he's being called an impact. Eli Drake and Scott Steiner won the tag team titles, also. So cool. Um, yeah. Um, in, uh, in regards to the Orlando ish area, but completely unwrestling related, and. Not really Orlando area related. Did you know the Muppet Babies are back? Yeah, it's awesome. You've watched it? No, but oh. Rachel's been trying to get my kids to watch it. And they I just, just I it. saw episode one, like of a, a maybe like 15, no, not 15, like five minutes of it. I was like, who's this chick? <laughs> now, Muppet Babies, are we talking the cartoon or are we talking Muppet it's, Show? No, I said Muppet Babies. It's like a it's It's animated, thing. yeah, but it's it's like. Like the cartoon version, but animated. And different storylines, I guess. All right. Well, uh, some the, good... The theme song was way better back in the day, but... It's the same oh, theme song, it's just one. Could that I, be the I just liked it because... What? Could that be the musical in Julie this week? No. Why? <laughs> I don't want to do that. But right, I like right the old theme song. I'll get you because, an MP3 Yeah, but right then now. copyright issues or whatever. I don't want any risks. You don't make any money off of this. It doesn't matter. I don't know. They still he does have a point. We don't make any money off of this. Yeah, what are you going to so take? 0% music? of zero? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to give us a cease and desist? Come on. Nah. Well, it so looks kind of weird. Some really <laughs> awesome news coming out this uh, this week. Well, today. Zack Ryder, unfortunately, he got word that he's not going to be able to make this Saudi Arabia tour because he had to go check out, his, get an MRI for his knee. Good news today, he reported that nothing was completely torn. He requires no surgery. He just has an MCL, ACL, and some calf muscle strains. So that is awesome news. That is such a relief for uh, his fans and his friends and family and himself and um we're all we're ecstatic for that report. Yeah, it yeah. was apparently it happened during main event against a, a match against Mike Kanellis, right? That's his name. Yeah. Now? yeah. Yep. I forget. I'm sorry, but it's it's it, it would have been very disheartening to Zach if you know oh, yeah. he had that huge injury last year. He comes back, he looks like a million bucks, then he gets hurt again. Just like uh, people don't understand. I feel like people don't understand the desire and the how much of a dream and like just anything with his background like this, like this guy loves WWE. If there's anybody that deserves anything in this company right now, it's definitely him. So when you hear something about a surgery and injury and stuff like that, you're like, oh, come on. No, why? Like, it's so heartbreaking. Just to hear that stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Do, do you think uh, as an employee, you could be like, can you like try to start training me to be a producer? Or do you think they wouldn't do that? I think that, I mean, Triple H always said that he used to hang around and try to pick it up and stuff. I think that if you have time, you could hang around and watch a little bit, but it also depends on who you ask. And maybe if you do ask the wrong people, it could be like, if you have enough time to ask these kind of questions, then you're not doing enough to get ahead in the ring. Because I feel like, I, I don't know if it's if they do or not, but I feel like that's something they would teach you in NXT. Yeah. Apparently Edge is down there in NXT this week. I saw for really? the very first time Edge, Adam Copeland visits the Performance Center, brother. I can't wait to hear what he says on the uh, ENC Pot of Awesomeness this week. I was going to say Tammy. Just kidding. I don't Tammy. Tammy. One last thing outside the ring news that we want to talk about. Uh, Enzo Mori has made his first public Instagram post since posting the letter from his lawyers about the alleged sexual assault allegations he has against him. It's safe to s- uh-huh. Yeah, it's safe to say that he's out of the wrestling industry because he posted a picture of his Jordans hanging up on a, on a uh, electrical wire saying it's been real. Safe uh, to say that the desire to follow the rest of whatever he does is very low. Yeah. Very, very uh, low. But it seems like... And there was there was stuff saying that he was going to get into the rap industry because you know he flew that there was that one video that they posted on Hot ninety seven of him uh, flowing pretty hard so uh, flowing pretty hard dude that was one of the worst <laughs> flows I've ever heard in my life. I mean, this is also Hot ninety seven. They employ Peter Rosenberg, but I have to say I like his theme song, and his theme song was done by him. I don't know who wrote the lyrics to that. The beat up jalopy. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to hit musical instruments. It's going to be the Muppet Babies theme. No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not, but we will be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, Marking Out, it's the Long Island IZ, Zack Ryder. Take care. Spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Let's get in some Monday Night Raw talk. Monday Night Oh, yes. That was elongated. Solid. Solid. Um, Starting off Monday Night Raw with a really classy promo celebrating the life and times of Bruno San Martino. He had a 10 ball salute, everybody wearing the Legend shirt. It was fitting. Extremely fitting. Yeah, I think so. I'm really relieved that WWE was able to have such a. in agreement with Bruno towards the end and everything like that, like that they were able to mutually get a, get along and do everything that they have been able to accomplish together. Yeah. All thanks to Triple H. Yeah, I'm really happy that they were able to do that. Also, got to say, last week on the show when we were talking about Bruno San Martino, I said he escaped Nazi Germany. I meant Italy. Oh, uh, okay. I guess when I say German, I mean when I say Nazi, it always. I yeah, always, my mouth just always says Germany attached to that, but I yeah. did not mean Germany. No, he didn't. Uh, from speaking of one legend to one legend, quote-unquote, uh, 
you, you start off after the commercial break with a Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar segment. Blah, blah, blah. Brock Lesnar's the best. Brock Lesnar so. really wants to fight in the UFC, so we have a cage match at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Thanks. Yeah, so Roman Reigns came out, blah, blah, blah. They didn't even yeah, fight. No. They just stood there. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But they, all right. did, they did it all. They did everything already. You can't have anything else. No, you really can't. Something uh, else you could have is a performance by Elias because dude, he was cut off by Bobby Roode. I was so disappointed. I just want Bobby Roode to be a heel. I just want Bobby Roode to come team up with James Storm or something. I, I don't want – I wanted to listen to Elias perform. Yeah, um, I was very surprised that Bobby Roode cut him off and then Elias – Picked up a victory over Bobby Roode. Pretty surprising there. I wasn't expecting that. He reversed the glorious DDT, I think, twice. Yeah. I I mean, this is Bobby Roode, a guy who they highly touted last week in that 10-man tag with him being that last uh, person coming over from SmackDown. Yeah. And they put him off against Elias, but they also put him in a, a lost situ- situation, setting up probably a feud with him and Elias. I don't understand the usage right here. There's a lot of things I don't get. What about you, Chris? I I don't know. It's like I want Elias to be built up, but I I feel like Bobby Roode needs to be healed. I I agree with you. I want to see Elias be built up really bad too, but I'm just kind of – I think I'm more peeved off about Bobby Roode's position with this. I mean I maybe I expected him to be in – at least being the close to the main event. There, but like on maybe, Monday Night Raw, there's no main event. No. Yeah, because there's no Universal Champion because Brock Lesnar just like took. Uh, but even on there. even on SmackDown, Bobby Roode, no main event. Yeah, Bobby Roode did like he deserves it, and after you tout him up so much, I mean, come on. But here we go with the greatest Raw Rumble. Maybe that'll of open all times in the history of man ever. Yeah. Events. So uh, up next, we had the Wyatt family, not the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy teaming up to defeat the defeat. Ascension. That cartwheel. <laughs> the wheel of that. I popped for that. I thought it was funny. No, but the best, the best part is Matt Hardy going, stop. It was a wheel of carts. Yes. And everybody's <laughs> just, I, it's just like. Matt Hardy knows exactly how to uh control the crowd now and i love the fact like how he gets them all to do a standing ovation ovation it's great. i think that's yeah it's great and this match i was a fan of i thought that bray and matt their tag team work together was really really good i like that bray wyatt hit that sister Ad- abigail out of nowhere and mm-hmm. then and then went ahead and helped matt with the uh, twist of fate again the wheelbarrow to twist of fate yeah i love that you, just because you're you have a tag team finisher together doesn't mean you have to get rid of your Singles finisher. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had the Sammy and Kevin show featuring guest uh, general manager Kurt Angle. Uh, just uh, just Royal Rumble hype. Angle's like, you know, just like, Angle's can we just I'm say in like the Rumble. Both... Daniel Bryan's in the Rumble. Jericho's in the Rumble. I broke the damn. I broke the damn. I broke the damn. Wait, what was that, Chris? It's just like... Hey, it's hyping up the rumble, but it's like, ah, oh, come on. I mean, very podcasty because they have like the table with the microphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And those, yeah, no, those, glasses, those glasses get over with Sami Zayn. I don't recall if he had them on Monday, but there's, people are still chatting about it on the internet. Yeah, I thought it was very funny, and, you know, it was an alright segment. So, uh, I, I, honestly, I think it just means that in the Greatest Royal Rumble, we're going to be seeing Zayn, Owens, Angle, Jericho, Daniel Bryan, possibly in the ring at the same time. They, Probably, they had three I mean, three I'm, common enemies of Zayn and Owens, so... I'm just hoping that the Shane's outcome the is in someone. I'm just hoping that the outcome doesn't go to someone like Randy Orton or John Cena, like someone that's past their time. <laughs> past I'm, their time. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it yeah. goes to. I mean, like it should be Shinsuke. Dan- it should be Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> maybe Daniel Bryan seems pretty realistic. Oh yeah, but I, I I could see him picking up the victory there. I think that may be kind of special. Um, I I have hope for a woman dressing like a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, you had Ziggler McIntyre pick up the victory over Titus Worldwide. Am I the only one doing it? <laughs> um, there was a move in this I really liked. The super kick to the reverse Alabama yeah. slam. Yeah. I I thought that was your nice tag team move. And Dude, then you had the. It's so yeah. weird that they're teaming. But, like, at the same exact time, it's awesome. It's weird. It's awesome. It doesn't make sense. No. But it makes sense. Yeah. What do we talk about? Uh, Ziggler. Yeah, the parent of Ziggler and McIntyre. How it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense in how, like, it fits, but it's weird. You can't bring every NXT guy in as a singles competitor. So you have to pick and choose who you want to bring. Like, no no way, Jose. You have to bring him as a singles competitor because he's got the whole gimmick with him. Drew McIntyre, you can bring him in as like the 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 tough guy for Dolph Ziggler, and also their tag team finisher works perfectly. It's amazing. So they I don't. Mean, let's also think. They, uh, well, let's also look at it this way: that a lot, of teams, a lot of tag teams went over to SmackDown, so we also can use that little beefing of the Raw tag team division. So mm, I think, yeah, I think I, it works too. I don't think WWE recognizes Dolph Ziggler's. Tag team championship victory with the Spirit Squad as part of his title history. No, it doesn't. Uh, he wasn't Dolph Ziggler. He yeah, was Nikki. It's stupid, but maybe this is one step closer to getting him to be a Grand Slam champion. I thought that he was already. Or is it like no? Or well, for whatever that, reason, like... for whatever reason, they don't count his tag team title run, and I don't think they count the World Heavyweight Championship as the title for that. Grand Slam champion reign. Interesting. It, it never made yeah. sense to me. I to me, he's a Grand Slam champion. But yeah, I agree with you. And then uh, uh, after the match, they uh, Ziggler and and McIntyre. The promo was great, but I think Samoa Joe cut the same exact promo on SmackDown last week. Mm. So don't care. Yeah. Up next, though, you got a backstage segment of. Chad Gable visiting Kurt Angle in the in the office, catching up, being like, "Oh, hey, how's Jason Jordan, etc." Jinder Mahal cuts him off, makes fun of his height, uh, makes a stupid off joke that made like it was an unnecessary comment. Uh, Vern, yeah, was... Vern Troyer passed away this past week. Yeah, so unfortunate. And Jinder Mahal goes, "What? No, it can't be. How can it? Didn't didn't Mini Me just die?" Yeah, basically implying Chad Gable is mini me, 
like how, whoever, do you, how do you approve that to be in, in in the script like that? Yeah, whoever wrote that and then whoever approved that. Wow, that's like, not even like like take, that's not even, like, not like even a, a good heel tactic. Not even adding the 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 point that like oh Vern Troyer once guest hosted Monday Night Raw or something. Just in general, like like how would you like? I, I just don't understand like how you could say something like that. And, and be, I feel like that's. That's like on the same level as using a derogatory term in order to just get heat. I feel like it's just so cheap to it's just a, such a cheap way to get heat with the it, viewers. It, didn't even I, get heat. it, it was just dumb. Wait, what yeah, are we talking about now? It, it's just senseless. That that Jinder uh, Mahal made a Vern Troyer dead joke on Raw. Yeah. You know, I, I, so, he didn't make a Ver, he didn't make a Vern Troyer dead joke. He made a Vern Troyer joke. Uh, by the way, rest in peace. No, he said, "How he said, how are you still here? I thought you were dead or something." He I didn't thought, write it. He didn't yeah, write it. But brother. I'm saying, like, how do they? No, how does somebody write something like that? I'm saying. Yeah, that's they what want it's, it's 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 heat to get heat. Well, that's the thing. I'm saying that it's point. It's, it's pointless, and I think yeah, that it's it just. On, yeah. I'm saying. Hold on, Brandon. I'm saying that it's just <laughs> as bad as say, using a derogatory term in order to get heat. You just just to use something to get heat like that is just senseless. I think using someone's passing the day of and using a derogatory term are totally awful, unnecessary, not, not and stupid of, to do. Week of. Yeah, I think it's stupid. But in any sense, Chad Gable went on to actually have a match with Jinder Mahal, pick up the victory over the former WWE champion. And uh, the marks for choice. Yeah, I'm happy that Chad Gable's not just like one of those throwaway people that. Can I just say, can I just say how awesome Chad match? Gable? Like, even from the beginning of that match when he took the big boot off the stairs and just landed face first on the floor, I was like, Chad Gable can sell. Yeah, you got it. And Chad, Chad Gable. Gable can work. He started off with that uh, the amateur wrestling style, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to more of a singles run from Chad Gable. And we, we hope an intercontinental. What's on? What's on Raw? The intercontinental US. Yeah, intercontinental. Cool. Yeah, let's get an intercontinental title. Up yeah. next yeah, for Shea Gable. <laughs> up next, for some reason, Samoa Joe cut a uh, a cell phone promo. Uh, even though he's a SmackDown member. Yeah, but he's still uh, facing uh, Roman Reigns. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's if you're interpromotional pay per view. No, 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 no. no. If you're doing a shakeup, do the shakeup. Don't don't involve <laughs> interpromotional matches like that. Yeah, I I get it. Like, why are you gonna move right. him to SmackDown only to feud with a Raw superstar? Yeah, it, I don't think they thought thoroughly before booking this. But next up, you had Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman pick up the victory over Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, what about that get these hands chant? I like it. Love it. I'm I'm getting at first I didn't like that chant. And even the slogan <laughs> and cat, the catchphrase I bashed on this show. Now Dave wants seven uh, shirts. Now Dave's yeah. in there going, Got these hands. Got these yeah. hands. I mean for a long time I'm thinking I'm like, how can some how can that get it's over? over? That's it's such an awful chant. It's it could be taken in so many different ways. Can I and, tell you who got it over? Nicholas. Nicholas got it over. You think he was yeah, the right. one to get it over? Absolutely. No, it was, it was there huge were people, before. Yeah, there were people cheering for that way before yeah, that. It was definitely huge before that, but then you, you, even, you even had that one guy propose to his girlfriend, gets down on one knee and goes, get these hands? 
And she goes, oh my I god, yes, I, yes, I thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's a made-up story, but nah, but you I can imagine it. Yeah, I, I did like this match, though. I liked the pairing. I thought Bobby Lashley did a good job. And with Braun Strowman, I love that shoulder tackle that he does to Kevin Owens, always. Like, last week he did it, to, he did it, and this week he did it again, where Kevin Owens is just on the outside of the ring. Dude, the and Braun outside just drop, dude, the drop kick. That huge no, no, drop kick, bro. Drop kick is the best. That's cool, but I love the shoulder tackle to the barricade that he does, where he just plows right through Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens just goes flying into dude, the barricade. He went, Love it. Yeah. So... Last week, I, I I said how much I disliked Bobby Lashley in the spot where he was because they did nothing with him. He got into the match, did a, a, a stalling suplex, and got out of the match. I went ahead and listened. I know this doesn't mean anything, but I went ahead and listened to Taz's podcast. Taz says the same thing as me. He hated that spot. Oh, my spot. God. You guys should be friends. going to tell you this. This week, same exact thing. Why, Braun Strowman got the win last week. Braun Strowman gets the win this week. Bobby Lashley gets in the ring for two seconds to do the standing, the the stalling suplex. That's it. They're not doing anything with Bobby Lashley. To me, it feels more like Bobby Lashley was brought back in just as Jinder Mahal and Kurt Hawkins were. I'm at least happy that Lashley was involved in a match with Braun Strowman, probably the, the one of the top people in the promotion, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, as opposed to... He is. He's the top. I'm. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go no, no. Finish your statement. It's fine. I'm sorry. Oh no, I, no, you. you're fine. I'm. I'm just, I was just going to say that as opposed to Bobby Roode's position with just being paired with Elias. But yeah, go on. It's. And I was. I was thinking about this, and I was reading something the other day about with SmackDown. Braun Strowman is a little bit more relatable, whereas they're trying to force Roman Reigns down our throats. It's like. You're going to pair Bobby Lashley with maybe one of the most relatable, maybe over faces in the WWE and Braun Strowman. Like they were trying to push him as like this monster heel. And then they realized, hey, we've got lightning in a bottle right here with Braun Strowman. We better run with this. And they're like trying. Like if Roman Reigns doesn't defeat Brock Lesnar at the greatest run Royal of all times in the history of man, all the universe events, they have to just, they have to just, hey, Braun Strowman, just go. Let's do it. Let's just give him, the world to, give him the Universal Championship. Just let him run with it. The, so it's I, like, yeah, my, they're putting they're, they're they're putting Bobby Lashley with the the top face in the company and the, trying to see if he can get over from the overflow of overness. I can see if that. that makes any sense. The no, only the only does. reason I'm using my hands here and no one's looking at me. The only <laughs> reason why I could picture Bobby Lashley getting this team together with with Strowman and having Lashley do almost nothing and have Strowman pick up these victories is to have maybe a match between them down the road. Who knows? I mean, I, I could definitely see the pairing of like with Chris said how to get kind of that flow over onto Lashley because people obviously know Rude, but people may not remember Lashley too well. So I could definitely see that yeah, being but a good what thing. They're, but what and, they're um, doing with Lashley is they're not they're, – they're doing nothing with him. He's doing well, one Lashley, or two moves in the match. It's like, oh, he's yeah, Braun Strowman. Yeah, but that's but – that's that's, I think that's build-up just to I, – I like that. I like that build-up to Lashley getting that tag finally so he could get into that ring. Yeah, and then I he enjoyed right that. out, tagged out right away. Well, they're not I doing anything it. with him. Tagged out right away. 
<laughs> I I was a big fan of it. The one thing that I have to say is I am the biggest hypocrite ever. Um, I think that if anybody actually listened from the start of the show, they could probably tell that I go back and forth with everything that I say. Um, but with Braun Strowman, I think that at first I hated I hated it. I hate it when people that are supposed to be a powerhouse gimmick start to do comedy and everything like that. Dude, that so Elias that segment elf. sold it 100%. But when he did that Elf uh, video... Oh, yeah, that... On Christmas, Brandon, I think two weeks ago, I said... Two weeks before that, I said... Braun did something, and I said I hated it because it, he's supposed to be a monster, and you're doing this. And then Elf came out, and I'm like, this is genius. I love this. So it completely switched on me, and now that I'm thinking about it, this... The same thing when, like Chris just mentioned about him having them seeing how much potential he has, and they couldn't really hold him back into that kind of just a monster. They had to expand it into the comedy a little bit and everything else. Big E, same thing where they tried to do a powerhouse gimmick, but we all saw that he had that that funny sense of humor. He had that comedy with him, and then they finally started including that, and that's when Big E really took into his own with that, New that Day. Took, that took a while to blossom, though, because that original oh. that original New Day stint was not anywhere close to what is New Day now. Yeah, it took a very long time. But you could you uh, do you understand the uh, association, though? I, I understand what you're talking about with Braun, but Bobby Lashley, is they're doing absolutely nothing with Lashley. We'll see next week. Maybe it's they'll, been they'll three do something. Weeks. But I'm telling dude, I'm I'm seeing it. They're doing nothing so far. Bobby Lashley's supposed to be, like, one of the biggest guys in the company or whatever, and they just didn't do anything. I'm surprised that they didn't do anything with Lashley and Lesnar right off the bat. But whatever. Next up, you had No Way Jose. Uh, Were you going to go on to that? coming out to face Baron Corbin. Corbin gets on the screen. I'm not facing you. No way, Jose. Well, that doesn't mean we don't have to stop partying. And they start doing the whole conga line, rosebud gimmick. And Corbin attacks him on the, the ramp. Uh, my, the, I just think it's dumb. I think it was dumb that they Killer. brought that they brought No Way, Jose up. Look what it did to Adam Rose. It, you, you're, you're failing somebody who could get over properly. You don't need that stupid conga line. That's not what I, made No so, Way, Jose. No Way, he, Jose. I disagree with you. He didn't have that in NXT. He would have a condo. No, no, he would have it like at like a takeover or whatever. He'll have like the the crowd come out and do a conga line and then they go away. These are rosebuds. These are absolute rosebuds. I agree with you, but I kind of I it's so tough for me to picture him actually going over because of the gimmick. I feel like it's so hard for gimmick to get over on the main roster. Look at Bailey too. They're, I feel like gimmick is tough to transfer over. <laughs> Bailey. They're doing We'll talk about it a little dude, bit. <laughs> I, it's such a cringe thing. <laughs> that's it, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the No Way Jose thing right now is the same exact thing as Adam Rose. That failed. I don't want to see No Way Jose end up in the same position as Adam Rose. Even even further down the line in Adam Rose's WWE career when he was a social outcast, the 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 whole conga thing didn't that wasn't make or break for No Way Jose. He was fine in the ring on his own. He was fine with the promos on his own. He, uh, occasionally he would have the conga line. That's fine. You don't need it every week. You don't need to be shilling out money to to indie superstars or whatever. 
to have them part of be part of a conga line. Yeah. It's, it's well, going, you know, it's going to kill Noe Jose. You know who would probably want to be part of that conga line? Mizraj. The entire night they were trying to find someone to big to piggyback onto and latch onto as lackeys. D- David and, Arquette, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, they ended up going to Rollins, Balor. But all of that ended up leading to Balor and Rollins teaming up to take on Mistrash, picking up a victory over the both of them. Um, it was a good filler. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought the backstage segments were pretty funny. Yeah. It just shows you the versatility of uh, Axel and Bo Dallas. Maybe they'll get a... Will they join the Broken Universe? I would like that. I think that would be funny. I, I mean, I don't think it'd be funny, but I think it would be fitting. Funny how- Imagine... Imagine if he uh, Barry White deci- decides to dip them Did into you say the Barry White. Press- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very possible. Uh, dip him into the White. Lake of Resur- Lake of Resur- Resurrection, and then uh, IRS and Mr. and Mr. Perfect come up. Like I mean, whoa, I mean Curtis whoa, Axel. Whoa. Well, I mean Curtis Axel dressed at, in like Mr. Perfect singlet, oh, and then you mean Dave Bo Hugh Dallas Gear? comes up in IRS uh, gear. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to I'm I'm hope for Texas not. I'm going to hope that's not a thing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind if they became broken or woken or anything, but... Wait, I just took it too far. Yeah, so you have the main event of the evening, Alexa Bliss teaming up with Mickey James and the Riot Squad to defeat Bailey, Ember Moon, Natalia, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks via disqualification. Uh, what we were alluding to earlier is during Bailey's entrance, she came down and hugged a little child, and there was an adult standing right next to that kid trying to get in on the hug. Wraps his arms around Bailey to like air hug it. He's like, "I'm not sure if I should like complete this hug or not." <laughs> I don't know where to put my hands. Where do I put them? Put them up here. She, put them she turns right out of it and completely goes to the ring and ignores no, so- that. I felt awful. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, uh, poor yeah. guy. She, uh, she, somebody said something on Twitter to her, and she goes, "Oh, I was so like in the moment with the hugging the child. I didn't even like see somebody else try to hug me." Yeah. Match though, I thought it was good. Dude, Riot Squad and Ember Moon stood out to me in this match yeah. as really, really good. I think I thought- Love Morgan is really. Liv Morgan, I, I, I look at WrestleView.com and just goes, Sasha Banks starts a match with Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan has a blue tongue. Morgan <laughs> immediately tags it. But that, that's the thing that makes you stick it, that Liv Morgan sticks out. She has this blue tongue. She has this Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad type mm-hmm. face to her, even though Suicide Squad was really terrible. But that's besides the point. Regardless, that's four. Four? Four. four. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. I thought this match yeah. was stupid. I don't um, think. And you know what? Especially going into uh, yeah, the I, greatest Royal Rumble of all time. I get it. Man, every century going around in the spring equinox event. I get that maybe they want to showcase women in the main event of Monday Night Raw prior to this big event because yeah. women aren't allowed to be That's... featured on that card. But as a whole, this match I just thought was dumb. I, I, I get I guess I get that it's not going to change Natalia being a face all of a sudden. I, I just I still I hate that, but 
I hated the end of it where Mickey James attacked Natalia and then Ronda Rousey uh, came out to make the save I for think, Natalia. I think that's the whole reason why this match was a match. Was to set up Mickey James versus Ronda Rousey. Yep. Alexa Bliss didn't get tagged in once. So, yeah. So. Interesting. I mean, you could also play that off onto the storyline where she's avoiding Nia Jax. But usually, but... usually in like a big tag match like this, they'll have everybody get come in and get their spot in and whatnot. I feel like she... I don't feel like anybody got their spots in. Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Sarah I... Logan definitely did. I Sarah Logan did awesome. Liv Morgan, I'm actually really happy for and over because she didn't fall into that with her being kind of Harley Quinnish. There's a really fine line with going into Alexa Bliss territory. And I'm really happy that she's able to maintain her own character and herself as opposed to starting to become someone else or be even similar to anybody else on the roster. I am really happy that she's herself. When did they yeah. air that Alexa Bliss anti-bullying thing? Oh, that was great. When was oh, that? That was so funny. I don't know. I I'm watched sure. I, I watched Raw this week on Hulu, and it's only an hour and a half, so I missed a bunch of stuff out of it. It was a great promo. Yeah, it was. It it was different. It was something different, which I I'm a, as I always say, it's I'm a big fan of. It's a nice turn on the storyline, a nice twist where you have the the bully spinning it to become the victim. It's yep. totally heel, and I would have never thought to do something with that with the storyline, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, so moving from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown, open to the show up with Miz TV. Uh, This is back on SmackDown. Yes, he's speaking about Daniel Bryan and how Daniel Bryan threatened to punch him, but he's fine with that because he now has a daughter. And then Big Cass came out and makes Miz interview him. Um, Which I thought was weird, but I th- I, I think Big Cass kills it on the promo. Dude, a lot of people I, I saw yeah. some people complain about this segment, and I don't but you want to get it. Just do a bunch of how you doing, how you doing, how you doing. Dude, I don't get why there's anyone complaining. I thought this segment was great. I like Big Cass bringing up how he was cleared on the same exact day as Daniel Bryan, and all anyone could say was Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. Nobody cared about him. I like how. He did his whole like shtick, and he ends with, with the the crowd saying, "And you can't teach that." I don't know if they like wanted that to happen or not, but I liked I that. I I liked that there was still that attachment to it. Um, and then Big Cass basically promising to make Daniel Bryan retire. That was the end of that did- segment, and then backstage we saw Daniel Bryan writhing in pain on the floor. Was it Big Cass before he came out to Miss TV? Was it Samoa Joe? Was it Rikishi? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Later on in the night, we saw him come out of the trainer's room, and he goes, he had his arm wrapped up or his shoulder wrapped up, and he goes, I'll be good for the, the greatest Royal Rumble. Of yeah. all time in the history Our, of man, in all of existence in the universe event. I don't know if we're going to get any closure on to, on to, as to who attacked him. There was no word about like, oh, he did will. you see anything? You'll, you'll get some. You'll get some sort of closure within the next coming weeks. We'll have like the the video camera footage from backstage, like unscrambled. GTV. It'll, it'll be triple H. <laughs> no, remember when Shawn Michaels got attacked backstage and like, <laughs> so stupid. Like after they had the camera, it was like grainy quality, and 
they they show the person attack him, and afterwards the guy puts his arms up in the air, and it's Triple H. They like super en- enhance the video. Thought, it was the lead to SummerSlam 2002, so I'll never forget that. But, but uh, yeah, the first match of the evening, we saw the Iconics taking on and defeating Asuka and Becky Lynch. Asuka's SmackDown debut match lost. She's just another. She's just another face in the crowd. Yeah, I she's not special anymore. I was not expecting Billy Kay and Peyton Royce to pick up that victory. I was pleasantly I'm glad surprised. They did. They're almost great. A hundred percent. Uh, again, yeah, I, I, I don't get people who say that the Iconics are bad. I think that it's great that they picked up the victory. Very, very unexpected. I mean, it totally stinks that Asuka, the streak is broken, obviously. But now it's really done because really she just broken. lost her first She just lost her first tag team match now. I got to say, I mean, it's, it's good to see that the SmackDown women's division is still just uh, featuring random women tag teams. Whether it be yeah, I, whether it be Oscar and Becky Lynch one week, or Becky Lynch and Charlotte one week, or or Becky Lynch and Naomi one week, I still can't wait for Oscar to take on Becky Lynch. I want that to be like a thirty man uh, minute match. Yeah, but Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, I don't know who's saying that they're awful in the ring. Probably I thought that great. they, yeah, they did such a good job in yeah. this match, and um, and on the mic they're doing a great job too. I think Royce is really crushing it. Out of, out of the two of them, Peyton Royce is the best. Uh, backstage, yeah, I, I agree with backstage, they had an off-air segment that aired on uh, YouTube or WWE.com, if you want to say that, of Absolution making fun of Becky Lynch for losing. They're like, "Oh, Becky, we didn't see you," uh, even though she was clearly in front. I thought that was a good uh, a good segment with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Too bad it didn't go. make air. Crushing it, talking about crushing. Uso is trying to make up for last week. Jimmy Uso picked up the victory over Rowan. Um, Naomi used a little bit of a distraction, though. Dude, she came out in full, full gimmick, entrance. did her full entrance, just to distract. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know how to react to that. I don't know how to how I feel. I don't know if I hate it. I don't know if I like it. I, I mean, Uso's are like, heel, no? No, they're face, bro. They're, they're, they they're are turn face. Yeah. Yeah, the whole New Day Usos thing got them to be faces. Oh gosh, yeah. So I don't think they're gonna they're gonna defeat the Bludgeon Brothers for their tag team I titles hope. anytime soon. I hope not. But uh, yeah, I mean, so... don't get me wrong. I like the Usos. They had a great run, but they just lost it. Let the Bludgeon Brothers carry this for a little bit, at least until I, I can't see that. I mean, happen. I don't know. But I don't know. Mel- if... saying that all the titles are gonna change hands at uh, the greatest rumble of all times in the new universe ever again. Much of this is. Stop watching wrestling to go away, oh, fade away. I never got to tell that story, by the way. I oh, sat next know. to a dude coming home from Florida that looked like Dave Meltzer and acted how I would perceive Dave Meltzer to act. He had his his uh, flip-flops on, no socks. Then he took his, his shoes off in general and just went barefoot on the airplane. Yeah. Disgusting. How dare so you? You should, have looked, you, should, you should have looked at him and go, excuse me, are you Dave Meltzer? And if he said yes, you should have like Bob Backlund. You, dude, they were talking they, before the flight. Those people were with like a, a friend couple of theirs, and they were talking to oh, the Dave gate. Dave doesn't have any friends. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't him. They were talking to the gate agent about how they missed their connecting flight. How do you miss a connecting flight? Flights just leave. Yeah, yeah, they That's, just go. I'd be so pissed. That makes no a connecting sense. Connecting flight, a connecting flight. You may have to go across the airport for. 
Yeah, the 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 other couple ended up taking a uh, another airline back. Nah. But back to this match, I think that with Bludgeon Brothers, I really hope that they hold the titles for a little bit, at least to pair off with Sanity. I think Sanity yep. versus Bludgeon Brothers for the titles, that's money right there. I think something yeah, is going to happen. They need to abduct Naomi. I said that last week, and you said it's not PG or whatever. That needs to happen. I agree. I, I agree with you. I think that they will ab- uh, abdu- abduct Naomi in the upcoming weeks to kind of lead a little bit more to the Uso storyline. I think that would be a great idea. I mean, just because but after they, uh, the greatest rumble of all times in the history of man ever in the universe event, it's I, that that storyline's over. So it's like, where do you go from there? Where Blood to, gonna... Naomi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is true. That after next week, I mean, but maybe I guess not. If, if they continue, maybe not. Though. The only way, well, the only way to continue it is, I think that abduction storyline is a great storyline to go with. Um, but sanity. Oh, I but think she is can't even be there. Naomi can't even be there for that. So, yeah, all the women get a weekend off. Maybe uh, it could just be, uh, being a DQ. We've seen Bludge Brothers go for the DQ with the Hamlets before. They should have put on a show, a house show somewhere in the United States, and just put all the women on it in like a that smaller venue. Well, apparently they have all the women are not allowed to speak out. In regards to Saudi Arabia and not being booked. Yeah, obviously anything. they're not allowed to, but it doesn't it's not gonna stop me. <laughs> but then I Jerry Lawler someone said that they're all getting paid for it, apparently, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Where they're all still getting paid as if they that. were there. But it's still Man, it's still I garbage. wish I got paid for not doing work. <laughs> God. You know what? I, I think it's awful that the, no women are booked. Actually, we'll talk about it, I guess, when it gets closer now. Up next, we had a contract signing for Backlash. Carmella absolutely bragging about being the women's champion. Uh, Playing your video package twice. Dude, that song gets stuck in my head. The me, 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 me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she's she's bragging about that. Charlotte's out there. I think Renee Young was like, oh, come on, like, be respectful or something. So uh, so Charlotte signs the contract, smashes Carmella's face into the table, flips the table. But such, during the, such the commercial respect, break, such a respectful thing. But, but 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 during the commercial break, Carmella did sign the contract, so it's on for backlash. Yeah. Uh, next, you had Shelton Benjamin defeating Randy Orton. I good. Good. Uh, this is a, this is to start the, a good, solid singles career for Shelton on SmackDown. I don't get the the whole Jeff Hardy setup thing. I don't. I didn't understand it last week when Orton came out to answer the challenge, and then Jeff Hardy came into the picture. I don't get it this week where Jeff Hardy came out to answer the challenge and just like stepped aside and to have Orton. Like there has to be better ways that they could think of to have Orton written into the storyline. Also, Randy Orton Back doesn't need. Head? Randy Orton, yeah, that disappeared. Randy Orton doesn't need to be part of this storyline. It's I could, I'll be more than happy with a, a singles feud with Jeff Hardy and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I don't mind matches between Orton and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin got the the win over Randy Orton. That's awesome. I like that they brought up Shelton Benjamin being from the same OVW class as Randy Orton was. But as a feud, like an overall part of this feud, Orton. He's done everything he could possibly do in WWE. 
unless he's going to NXT or doing something else. He's, he's not, not going to NXT, Brandon. He is not needed in this in in anything right now. Yeah, you know, I think Jeff Hardy still has to go back to his old music before he left the WWE the first time. Like no, the, that was good the, music. The remixed version of the Hardy's theme. I don't know what it was, but it was I, awesome. I, I like I the thought... Hardy's theme more than that one. I didn't like that yeah. other theme. You wouldn't. But I it's like it's super it's that. super weird coming seeing Jeff Hardy come out without Pyro though. Like I'm so used to seeing him like as a singles competitor come out and have that huge like the and makeup on and Brandon's sitting there with his gauntlets and his makeup Dude, on. He, he, goes, does it. He, he, he does it at the live events. He paints his face. Just not oh, yeah. on TV. I wonder why why they're not doing that. I don't know either. So up next, next up, you yeah. had a uh, backstage promo with the New Day. New Celebrate. Day. Celebrating the launch of their Book of Booty. New Day. New Day. Okay. Echo. 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 Uh, Interrupted by the bar. Fake pancakes galore. Those are definitely like rubber pancakes. They look so gross. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Seamus saying that the competition on SmackDown is not going to stack up. Yeah. Nice little promo. Yeah. Up next, you had a video promo from Samoa Joe air basically did the same exact thing as he did on Monday except it was a super super tight shot of his face and this time he also mentioned the Intercontinental Championship match I guess like I I don't he mentioned the same exact thing as Monday Night Raw Roman Reigns Uh, Monday Night Raw yeah Do, do you want me to do the Macho Man again yeah, come on, you don't have to see Mixed Match Challenge. Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a Simpson character? Which one? His, not mine. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So you so, made events. Yeah, Rusev Day and Nakamura teaming up to take on the club. I could swear Miz was going to be in the main event, but I guess I just thought things that weren't happening. Yeah, uh, that's well, the hallucination. But Nakamura, Nakamura has a n- new theme English. song. Yeah, let's just talk about this Nakamura theme music. I don't oh. like it. It's terrible. I have to say, well, like, okay. dude, I'm, that's I try to, so I try weird to, that all three be, of us agree on this. <laughs> I, try to be, I try to be extremely positive on the show and try to be the exact opposite of what a, re- a professional wrestling fan is, but it's just really bad. They're I, really playing into the stereotypes. It's like, come on. It's I, awful. I, I listened to it multiple times to be like, okay, maybe the first time I didn't like it, second time, maybe it'll grow on me eventually. I don't think it's going to grow on me, but I think maybe... Okay, so you shouldn't have this... You shouldn't sing a Heels theme song, right? Fans shouldn't want to th- sing along. I I agree with what you're about to say. So, I know there's exceptions with like Sami Zayn, but, um, but that's so, just fun. so in 2000, I think six, it was Kurt Angle. When he joined ECW, they changed his theme song and, and re-looped parts. So fans couldn't chant the you suck here. There's not a lot of, parts of the song where fans could cheer along 
and sing along to Nakamura's theme song. There's the little part in the beginning and then like a little later down in the, in the theme song. But for the most part, it's all the, 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 the lyrics. And there's, and it just like, and they completely cut out the, that part completely. Yeah. Say the whole thing, please. No. Yeah. I, I literally this week is Brandon singing Nakamura's theme song. I, I totally, I think that what Brandon said is exactly as it is. I mean, I watched a clip where they showed, um, the crowd singing along to it and you see like the crowd start to go for it. And then once they start with the music, like with the actual vocals, it kills the crowd completely, and I'm like, "That's that may be what they were going for." In that sense, it works, but the song still stinks. To me, it reminds me. I don't know what Japanese rock music is, but it sounds like baby metal. It sounds like K-pop mixed with like rock music. Baby metal is a big thing, no? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, it's a band. I, I don't know them. I mean, I, I've I, hear I, about I don't know them. them either. I know it's just huge. So, Rusev Day and Nakamura team up, defeating the club uh, in regards to entrances. AJ Styles, they couldn't just... Gallows and Anderson couldn't come out with AJ. Like, we've seen it before. They, they've been up and down the road together. I think I, maybe they wanted to, like, push more time onto TV. Yeah. I mean, it, but, like, here's another thing that I read this week, too. Especially with the end of the match. Nakamura trying to hit the Kinshasa on... AJ and he hits in a Carl Anderson instead. Dude, it's like Anderson it, taking it, that bullet. That was awesome. I thought. I thought it was great too. He got hit with two but of like, them. It makes again about being more relatable. It makes AJ Styles more relatable to fans. Where it's like, oh hey man, this guy's taking a bullet for you. You know, it's but it doesn't like they're doing a good job with that with AJ Styles, but they're not doing that with Roman Reigns. Like, no one's taking a bullet for Roman Reigns because, you know, Roman Reigns is the golden boy. Roman Reigns but doesn't need break... a bullet taken for him. He wears a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Okay. So, all in all, for me, I don't think it seemed like anything happened on SmackDown. Do you agree or? I agree. Hey. I think same thing with Monday Night Raw. Uh, nothing special in my opinion. I think uh, a funny segment that that didn't it was just make... all the hype up for the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, a, a segment that didn't make air. It was a uh, WWE.com exclusive thing. You had Ty Dillinger talking on his phone to r Truth, being like, "Bro, where are you? I'm in I'm in Louisville." And then he's like, "What do you mean you're you're in St. Louis?" And then you have him saying like, "Oh, come to Montreal next week for for SmackDown." And then Truth goes, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes, you will not see me tomorrow. It's <laughs> it's Wednesday. I thought that was funny. I think that could have made air somewhere. Yeah, that should have. But whatever. Uh, um, let's let's get on to on. its prediction time. Yeah. It is. We well, have... I'm just going to mention real quick, 205 Live, Kalisto's the number one contender. Yeah, well, I was going to talk about that when we got the predictions, Larry. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we got predictions for the greatest Royal Rumble of all time in the history of man in existence before BC event. Before Happening BC? In, yeah. Uh, BC. Yeah. Both, I mean, uh, AD, sorry. After, yeah. So, yeah, right. 
Super kick me. It's taken place at the King Abdullah International Stadium in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. I can't watch it because I am participating at my son's school that day. So I won't be watching any of it until about Sunday. Participating That's all right. It's a, it's a community school. So like every Friday, a different parent participates in like helping out and getting snacks. So oh, interesting. Mind. I was yeah, hoping so. it would be like a multicultural week or something. No, last week was multicultural week. They did like um, uh, uh, around the world gimmick. Yeah, those are always they, fun. Dude, it was awesome. I, I mean, went off. Not that I go I to them anymore, but I was about to say, did you go on last week? They like turned like one of the classrooms into an airplane, and they had like kids were like assigned the ticket puncher job, and then certain kids were the like flight attendants, and for certain kids were the well, airplane pilot. We, we and they went to Australia. That. The day I went. And what'd you eat? I don't know. I left after they got they boarded. You didn't have Vegemite. No, I well like they maybe they did. But I, I hope had to they go didn't. pick up my, I I had to go pick up my daughter and take her home so she can go take a nap. But uh, Jordan did a great job uh, punching tickets for everybody to get in the plane as they went to Australia. Very cool. Almost, almost close to Saudi Arabia. Prediction wise, we'll start off with the casket match. Undertaker is going to be facing Rusev. I think across the board, roll Undertaker. I'm going to say Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you writing down the predictions? Yes, I am writing them down. Okay, then I don't have to. On my notebook. <laughs> For the first time, and I believe they said seven years or something like that, a singles match between Triple H and John Cena. I have three pens that aren't working right now. A fish. I saw a video of two male penguins fighting earlier today. <laughs> National, was, I, think uh... it, I think it was National Geographic's posted it. Because one... One penguin came home to find his mate with another male penguin, and then they fought over it, and the wife chose the the person she cheated on the husband with. I was like, damn. Yeah. Right. Dude, they got, they got like, super Cena, bloody. Cena versus Triple H. I'm saying uh, Cena. Yeah, I yeah I'm going Jonathan. Got to go with John Cena. John Cena. Oh, God. Join Cruiserweight us. Championship will be defended, as uh, we spoke about earlier. Cedric Alexander will be facing the winner of the Gauntlet match, which I really hope was Drew, Drew Gulak. It didn't happen. It was Kalisto. I, I got to say, the, the Gauntlet match was really well done. The reason yeah, why well. there was a Gauntlet match, you asked me last week if something happened with Buddy Murphy. I did not know if anything happened with Buddy Murphy. He didn't make weight. I like that. I like this gimmick. I dig it. So hopefully we will see blood, uh, Buddy Murphy... <laughs> Bloody Murphy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see Buddy Murphy back on 205 Live soon. But uh, I'm going with Cedric Alexander. I concur, Cedric Alexander. Same here. We're just going to have the same. But all the titles. No, no, no. Keep change. in mind, keep in mind the, uh, all the, the God of the Marks. Dave yeah. Meltzer said all the titles are going to change hands. Um, <laughs> God of the Marks. He's wearing sandals and taking his shoes off on planes. Yeah, right. And he has a girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the tag team, I hope he cares us. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships are on the line. The Bludgeon Brothers taking on the Usos. I think we're going to all agree Bludgeon Brothers. Like Brandon said, I mean, keep in mind, Naomi can't even play a factor as a distraction in this match. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting, but Bludgeon. 
Are you also on Bludgeon Brothers, Chris? Oh, heck yes, brother. So a a title that will 100% change hands. Hands. For the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, you're going to have Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy versus The Bar for the vacant championships. Hardy. Uh, Yeah, it's hard not to see them win. Yeah, it's... I think we're going to choose the same people. I don't know (laughs) why, but I'm going to choose them too. Uh, U.S. Championship on the line, Jeff Hardy taking on Jinder Mahal, defending that championship. I'm gonna. It better be Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, it has, to be... Right <laughs> it has to be. Jeff I Hardy will unsubscribe just... to my network. You just want it. Yeah. Going with Jeff star... Hardy, but it's not just that; it's just the star power that he has. Dude, I don't see that... any of these titles changing hands except for the last one. I don't know the one. WWE Championship. I guess he's changing hands. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench out here. I'm going to say Nakamura is going to win the WWE Championship in Saudi Arabia. Beating AJ Styles. Interesting. Are you are you picking Jeff Hardy too? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm going with AJ Styles retaining. Why are you saying Nakamura? Dude, how could they, they have need... how could they have back-to-back matches for the title and not have Nak win? Yeah. Because I, I like the Intercontinental title match. I think Seth Rollins is going to win. I'll just put that down now. I'm going to say Nakamura as well. Really? But stick with AJ. You're probably correct. I'm going to go with AJ. It could be a DQ. Right. Then, then obviously we'll go to Backlash. That will be the... Yeah. Then get the payoff there. Yeah. Nakamura but... got new music. He's of course going to win the title. <laughs> I mean, keep um, in mind, I mean, Backlash is literally, like, next week. That's so it weird. It is, right? It's, it's on May 5th or May 6th. Because the 5th is uh, Saturday, and that's my sister's birthday, and that's also the 18th anniversary of BCW. There you go. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> thanks to the 11 people that watched uh, Chris's match of the week this week. You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, that, that kick right at the beginning, that salute hits was good yeah we we played that up, match out for like two weeks Man. you're like hulk hogan versus about, andre the giant <laughs> talking about matches ladder match icy title <laughs> except it wasn't it wasn't two weeks it was like the night before finn balor smojo the miz i said seth rollins it, Brandon, what you it's, it's hard not to say seth rollins if if anyone else were to win, though, I'd I'd hope it'd be the Miz, but I don't see that happening. I could see Balor winning too. I'm all right. I'll go with Rollins. All right. In a steel cage match for the WWE Universal Championship, the reigning, undefeated, undisputed Universal Champion Brock the Universal Lesner, Larry Brock Lesnar will be taking on. <laughs> Roman Reigns, and I'm, I'm going to say Roman Reigns. I agree. I'm going Roman Reigns, too. They want to add huge star power to this because they've been pumping this thing, this event out like they're, they're hashtag all in on this thing. They're going to have what, a huge title change, and this is the big title change that they need. I, what I, about you, Brandon? Why are you choosing him? Uh, why am I choosing Roman Reigns? 
Yeah. Because how many times can they do this? Mm-hmm. Like, if, um, if not Lesnar, I mean, if not Reigns right now, who is next? Like, they're Goldberg. not going to, they're not going to, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not yeah, going to be I, something like, oh, Braun Strowman just all of a sudden gets a Universal Championship match against Lesnar. That's not going to happen. They, they're the not doing anything with Lashley. That's not going to happen. It's weird that you wouldn't do the title change of Roman. But then local, there you go. Do, like you have, do you have the Universal Championship as well as the WWE Championship both change hands that same night? Or They've been touting this thing as like the biggest. This is bigger than WrestleMania for them. They do, I mean, it's still it is, big. It is a WrestleMania size entranceway uh, or venue. I mean, ring setup. They have super comfortable. It's sold out, brother. Super comfortable looking I seats. Brother, ringside. <laughs> Never seen that before. The the venue holds like 60, 60 something thousand people. Apparently, women aren't allowed to go see it unless they're going with a uh, male. Unless they're with a man, I thought they said that they're welcome. Women and children are welcome to attend as a fan. Oh, are they? I mean, that's I what I thought. I, saw. I thought they had to be accompanied by a male figure. That might be a thing. I, don't I could know. be. I could be wrong. I'm gonna. Okay, know, you guys can miss me. I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns. Greatest Royal Rumble match: fifty man Royal Rumble matchup. I, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. I have to say, by the way, I'm quite disappointed that WWE spoiled some people that are in it. I agree. By officially announcing, I mean, like Mark Henry's coming out of quote-unquote retirement. I don't believe he was ever in retirement, even though he said he was. Um, Greg Colley's in it. Rey Mysterio will be wrestling for them on Friday. I'm saying Braun Strowman. Chris Jericho. Braun, good pick. Braun Strowman. Good pick. Braun Strowman? Hmm. Oh, dang it. Daniel Bryan or Braun? We got a pick, Brandon. Because um, uh, Big Cass can always eliminate Daniel Bryan. Big Cass? Or have some sort of a thing with Daniel Bryan during this. Dude, I'm going to uh, say La Luchadora. <laughs> My fingers are crossed for that. Um, hmm. It's I mean, like it, it wouldn't. Be in this too, right? it, it, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for somebody like Ziggler because he's now with Drew McIntyre. No. <sighs> Nobody really makes sense, though. This match itself doesn't make sense, the event itself doesn't make sense. Seems like they're just doing it. It's just fantasy booking. You know what? Fantasy Brother. booking, I, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to say Goldust. <laughs> okay. Yeah, are you like, serious? I'll be team Daniel Bryan. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I I know that's not going to happen, but fantasy booking wise, <laughs> I'm just. I'll maintain Daniel Bryan. It's, it's a no, bad pick, but. It's a, that's not going to happen in Saudi Arabia because of the. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, the transgender-ish like characteristics that Goldust happen has in Saudi Arabia. That's true. He's gonna get like a br- he's gonna get bricks thrown at him if he wins the <laughs> Royal Rumble. Oh man! Well, and there and there goes our one listener from Saudi Arabia. 
Yeah. What do you guys like? I would love, like, seriously though, I would love for like WWE be like, screw you guys. Here's the winner, Ronda Rousey, or something like that. Well, they, I mean, Triple H defended this by saying you have to start at some point. You have to start somewhere. You're not starting at a point. You're talking about a huge women revolution, and then they're like, eh, let's go to a place that doesn't allow the women to even perform. Well, what they, well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this is, I mean, of course, I picked this up just uh, for reading online, but Saudi, they have Saudi Vision 2030, where they are trying, the WWE is working with the Saudi General Sports Authority in or um, in order to kind of uh, bring about change. Yeah. It's a 10-year strategic multi-platform partnership. And, I mean, this is a country that only allowed women to Recently, just start yeah. the right to drive in 2017, which they're not even allowed to drive yet. It won't be – they won't be allowed to drive until June of this year um, for the first time. So – Triple H isn't too far off that you have to start somewhere. I don't... In order to make a change, you have to have a presence. Yeah, yep. I don't see how this is a somewhere, though. It's a, a somewhere you in have... In Saudi Arabia. You start, off, you start off with valets or something. Valets you start, or something. You start off with an event in a country like this, and then you go from there. I that's the thing. I I agree. I hate to say it, but I agree with their thought process that you have to start somewhere that in order to be a presence of the WWE to be I mean don't get me that would be something huge to say that they were the first people to have such a female presence in Saudi Arabia. And I'm sure that the WWE would love to tout that and that would put them on such a universal uh, a global platform even more so than they are already yeah he's not far off with his you have to be there first so who knows yeah, i mean I if, get, I, like if in, they, in hopes, they do this i hope that it works out i get that it's like oh hopefully if we ever come back within the next few years they will be allowed to perform but i just don't i yeah. hope so We'll I mean, see. it's 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 upsetting because you have this women res- revolution which you want to be pushing and everything, and they're doing so much benefit. But maybe this is part of the benefit that they're working towards. I mean, it, it's it's really a double sided coin where it's tough to you can take e- every, either every side. Coin is, is double sided. Yeah, well, there <laughs> there you can take either side, and you're it's yeah. Would it be far fetched to think Rey Mysterio could win? He came pretty close in January. Yeah, he could. Wow. Do the winners wow. of this get a cup? I don't get what. What do they win? Yeah, yeah I think there was a huge cup. They they showed it on like the uh, the 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 yeah. footage. For, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, it's gonna, on the picture. I think. I'm gonna say Ray Mysterio. It's not gonna happen, but. I thought you were saying Goldust. Yeah, I'm just gonna say Ray Junior. That's more realistic than Goldust. We will see. We will see Friday on the WWE Network live, live, which I think is that's a cool aspect to it that they're doing this whole thing live. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, kickoff is eleven p.m. Uh, eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is, it, is 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 Renee Young allowed to do the oh, kickoff show? You know what? No, I think they said Byron Saxton is. Oh, okay. Byron Saxon with Jerry Lawler, Booker T. Yeah. Is Booker T allowed to do the kickoff? The greatest Royal Rumble kickoff. Yeah, we even mentioned Booker T's back on Raw. Sick. But, but not like okay. not permanently, though? 
I don't know. Like they're doing like coaches doing something for like a golf thing. Oh, all right. Yeah, Got some it. sort of outside WWE project. So check right. it. Yeah, so it'll we'll be Byron it. Saxton. Renee Young's not even allowed to host. No women will be working the show. Can Stephanie go? I guess not. I mean, if I mean, she I'm wants sure to be a she, fan, yeah. I'm sure that she can go and be backstage, but I don't think that she's going to have a presence on if screen at if all. If she's going to be a fan, then she's going to be sitting. That's how she'll be able to be there. All right. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes on Friday. Until then, let's get the shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, shameless plugs. Make sure that you go check out Team Awesome. Congratulations to Lorenzo on seven years of Team Awesome being awesome. Make sure you go watch his anniversary episode. You can go check it out, facebook.com slash teamawesome418. Give him a follow, teamawesome418 on Twitter. Also buy a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash teamawesome418. On May 31st, he's going to be signing his book, 31 Days to Live, at the Book Expo America from 1 to 3 p.m., booth 1558 that is 1558 representing apollo pub so make sure you go uh support lorenzo and show some love over there also on a serious note if you are struggling with your habitual drinking routines we definitely suggest you look into this next book this book has the potential to change your life we are talking about slaying your weekend warrior this book is is written by frank hall um, one of our good friends, and it is an, uh, an amazing – just everything that's in this book is amazing. It could definitely be a life changer for you if you're finding yourself just uh, just falling into bad habits and trying to find a way to get out of it, a way to escape. Definitely look into this book. Check it out. You can also go like the group on face, the page on Facebook, facebook.com slash slayingyourweekendwarrior. And, yeah, definitely go check that out. Uh, Kylie Ray gets a shameless plug. Go follow her at I am Kylie Ray and book her pro wrestling uh, for any pro wrestling events. Kylie Ray Wrestler at gmail.com. Up and coming pro, re- coming pro wrestler. Really, not even up and coming anymore. She's here. Um, Isn't she the man on Yay on Classic? I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think she was. But she was at a tryout recently. But definitely make sure that you're following her. Um, what wasn't yeah. she though? I was she. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. All right. Also, shameless plug to Darren uh, Malakian and Scars on Broadway. Did you hear the new song from? Nope. Uh, I'm not a system of down fam. Really? Really? You, you, Why? You s- you said Fun. Kaylee Ray? Kylie Ray. Oh, Kylie Ray. Yeah, Kay- Kaylee Ray is a different wrestler. Okay. So from the UK. Yeah, 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 Kaylee Ray was in there, not Kylie Yeah, Ray. she's from the UK. Yeah, um, I'm not a System of Down fan. I feel like they got up their own butts uh, once Toxicity came out. They started trying to be the, uh, the new wave Rage Against the Machine. Interesting. Extremely political. I thought you were a big fan of them when they first came out, though. Like the first album with Sugar and all that stuff yeah. was, was spectacular, but when Toxicity came out, they got up their own butts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm I 
stay out of all that. So, like, I like their music and everything like that. I can't believe that uh, they haven't had a CD out in over 10 years. Is that that yeah. band, just... Wake Up, Grab a Brush, and Make Up? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's the band. That one, Brandon. But, yeah, their new song is really good. But now it's time for some Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. That's right. It's a Chris's match of the week. This week is coming from WWE main event. Kurt Hawkins versus Carl Anderson. Last week, check it out on the April 18th edition. Two solid hands. How do you watch that? So I was watching today. I watched Raw. I watched SmackDown. I just had SmackDown on the background. And then I turn around and I see Kurt Hawkins versus Carl Anderson. And I was like, it was on Hulu. So, I rewound oh, yeah. it to the beginning okay. of the match, and I sat there and watched the entire match. It was awesome. A solid match. Two good hands in the uh, WWE uh, industry. And uh, two good brothers doing good things. You know who's not a good brother? Brandon. What are you shouting out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shoutouts. First shout-out is going to the Bruno San Martino documentary that aired on the WWE Network after Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm pretty sure a bunch of it was old clips from the the Madison Square Garden DVD that they released. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's awesome. I, his story is still, it's awesome. And it sucks that he passed away, and I wish I got to meet him again. I say that. Up uh, Next is going to the Monday Night Raw 25th Anniversary DVD. Uh, even though the event might not have been the greatest and I still disagree with a no, bunch listen, of the no, stuff no, they no, did. No, 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 no. You said it was it was terrible. They shouldn't have done it from two events. It was the worst. It shouldn't have been. Worst. Well, no, no, because the Stone Cold stuff was awesome. Miz winning the, <laughs> the Intercontinental Championship was awesome. Um, and I, I appreciate the fact that this is on DVD because I like having events that I've been to on like CD or DVD. So that's cool. Uh. And then last up is the is an anti shout out. Pause for Chris to make a remark. Sorry, I'm pouring water right now. Uh, <laughs> going to the greatest Royal Rumble, uh, or actually going to WWE for spoiling the the participants in that match. I want to be surprised. Yeah, jerk. Yeah, but those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. week. Wow. 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 Uh, I'm going to say uh, in regards to Raw 25, the WWE 24 documentary that they have on the network. I popped for a bunch of stuff on that. Again, even though the event wasn't what it could have been, what it should have been, uh, it was pretty cool seeing the the backstage inner workings of it. Vince McMahon was so happy. It was weird to see. He's tugging his ear the entire time. No, he was like, he was like loving that entry, the, the announcement, the, the intro and everything that he got. He's like dancing backstage randomly. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. But yeah, did you, did you guys, Oh boy. Hey there. What else? <laughs> so do you guys have any, uh, and we'll be Food Fest. 
I I was I walked up into the uh, Museum of Hot Dogs. So when you walked up like into the exhibition hall, there was like a Museum of Hot Dogs. They had like a hot picture, like hot statues of hot dogs and whatnot. Hot, and I just looked at Rachel. Of, of hot, dogs? hot pictures of hot dogs. <laughs> Yes. Uh, anyway, I sat there and I looked at my wife and I said, Rachel, I am marking the F out right now. This is too cool. F, of so course, stands that's... for Frank Bitter. Of yep. course. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, I marked out myself for Violence Unlimited, their PWG, de- uh, PWG debut, Brody King and Tyler Bateman. Um, very happy that, they, that Tyler Bateman made his PWG debut. They both were in action both nights against Rinkoff and then Scarlet and Graves. Um, well, I guess the Rascals. Sorry. Yeah, they have 18 different names. But yeah. I was listening to uh, Kicking Ass this week with Jesse and Andy and Andy Williams for Every Time I Die, who we like to wish a speedy recovery on his shoulder surgery. Yes. Was talking how he wants to do things with uh, Tyler Bateman. And the first thing I thought of was Dave. He's like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, he's like this guy's got a trolley mustache. And he's like, he's like, I want to do things with him. I'm like, Dave, Dave would be going nuts right <laughs> now. Yeah, no, I'm a huge mark for Bateman and Brody. Um, and I think that everybody should be checking them out, especially on that SoCal scene. Uh, Tyler at GDM Tyler Bateman and Brody King at Brody X King. Go check them out. And I also marked out for uh, Topanga being at PWG. Yeah, take yeah. a picture of Joey Janela. With the, the bad bad boy meets world. Yeah, yeah. sick. Wow. It, it's, so we- it's still so weird that she's like a pro wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she took pictures of Leo Rush. Yeah, and she congratulated him, and WWE.com posted about it and everything. By the way, his new music, for his NXT music, god awful. Yeah, I'm not like, a fan of it. I was I was like, oh, I'm going to download it, and then I heard it. Mm, not a fan. You were like, wow. Yeah. You are like, wow. But anyway, uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you for listening to Marking Out episode number 377. Facebook.com slash marking out, Twitter.com slash marking out, marking out.com, marking out one at gmail.com. Watch our videos, YouTube.com slash marking out 11. You can follow me on Facebook at Chris Sween Dog, Brandon on That's Twitter. I mean, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Kirk, me on Twitter at Chris Sween Dog, Brandon on Twitter at BTDG161, Dave on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And until next week, we wish you the. the- Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful Welcome to Food Talk with your host Mark and Out. That's Chris, Dave, and Brandon.